But right now, coming up, it's 10 o'clock, and let's hear the latest national regional news. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Red-hot inflation cooled a bit last month, but maybe not quite enough to hold off another Fed rate hike. The government says consumer prices inched up 0.1% in March, down from February's 0.4% hike. The easing was the result of less expensive gas and lower food prices. Fed officials have projected that after one additional quarter-point hike next month, they'll pause their hikes but leave their key rate elevated through 2023. But the officials have cautioned that they could raise rates still further if they deem it necessary to curb inflation. Correspondent Jeremy House. The Biden administration still trying to gauge the extent of the classified documents leak and has raised serious national security concerns. Apparently, the identity of the leaker remains unknown. Police have released body cam footage of this week's deadly shooting at a Louisville, Kentucky bank. You can see the tension in, in that video. Uh, you can understand the stress that those officers are going through. Metro Louisville Deputy Chief Paul Humphrey says the responding officers provided exactly the response that was needed. Rookie officer Nicholas Wilt was shot in the head. He remains hospitalized in critical condition. President Biden commemorating the 1998 signing of the Good Friday Peace Accords in Northern Ireland. Let's celebrate 25 extraordinary years by recommitting to renewal, repair, by making this exceptional peace the birthright of every child in Northern Ireland for all the days to come. Mr. Biden speaking today at Ulster University in Belfast. Massive industrial fire has prompted evacuations in Richmond, Indiana. A blaze releasing toxic smoke consumed an abandoned factory that was being used to store plastics. Watching Wall Street, stocks are higher right now. The Dow is up 166 points. And NASDAQ ahead 13. The S&P trading 13 points higher as well. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401 1K, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Elon Musk tells the BBC that running Twitter has been quite painful and a roller coaster ride. In a wide ranging discussion, he covered mass layoffs, misinformation, and his work habits. He said misinformation had not increased on the platform, despite admitting to reducing content moderation. The multi-billionaire entrepreneur also said he would sell the company if the right person came along. Asked about a label he'd added to the BBC's Twitter account, which says government-funded media, he said it would now be changed to publicly-funded media after a complaint from the BBC. He also talked about the emotional strain that owning Twitter has placed on him and that constant criticism was hard to deal with. That's the BBC's James Clayton. 
The Taliban's chief spokesman denies there are obstacles for the U.N. to do its work in Afghanistan, even after barring Afghan women from working at the global body. News and analysis at townhall.com. A Republican tosses his hat into the California Senate race. Former congressional candidate Eric Early joins a growing field looking to fill the seat of the retiring Democrat Dianne Feinstein. A trio of prominent Democrats, Representatives Katie Porter, Adam Schiff, and Barbara Lee, are already in, and Early is starting at a disadvantage. A Republican hasn't won a statewide election in California since 2006. He ran unsuccessfully for Congress in 2020 and for State Attorney General in 2022 and 2018. Feinstein announced in February she would not seek re-election in 2024. Rhonda Rockster reports. Another Republican is a step closer to entering the 2024 presidential race. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina has formed a presidential exploratory committee, and he's out with a new video highlighting his biography as a black man who overcame poverty, saying liberal Democrats have weaponized race to divide the country. Townhall.com. It's time for the... One talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Good morning, everybody, on a delicious day. 67 degrees already. This portion of our program is an open topic. And, of course, the number is 889-5252. If you'd like to uh, get in first with something that's on your mind, let's check the weather. Morning, everybody. A red flag warning in effect statewide until 7 p.m. due to low humidity and a gusty wind. If a fire were to start, it could spread rapidly. So if you see something, say something, report it immediately. Today, mostly cloudy through the morning, then becoming mostly sunny through the afternoon hours. Warm and windy. Temperature 76 shoreline, 80 degrees inland. Tonight, mostly clear, 56. Tomorrow, sunny, unseasonably warm, record warmth likely. Highs 78 shoreline, 87 degrees inland. Friday, mostly sunny, hot. Record warmth likely, 80 at the shoreline, 90 degrees inland. And then Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, relatively cooler, while still unseasonably mild, not as warm. Temperature 69, shoreline 74 degrees inland. Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds becoming mostly cloudy late in the day. High 64, shoreline 70 degrees inland. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. Seems to be uh, more like May weather. We'll take it, right? Dance around the Maypole a little earlier. 889-5252 is our number. We do have a guest at 105 who has a fascinating memoir. Well, she was living in California. She was a victim of a mudslide. Miracle she was saved, and so was her daughter. She's going to get into that uh, story with us after the 1 o'clock news. I think you'll find it fascinating. What a courageous family. I'm so frustrated with our company's cleaning service. They're not living up to their promises, and it's really starting to bug me. That's why I use SureBright Commercial Cleaning Services. I know it's done right every time. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm Chris Heller, co-owner of SureBright. It all comes down to customer service. We know that our customers, like Hall Communications, trust us with their facility as well as their image. And we appreciate just how important superior maintenance is to our customers, their customers, and their employees. That's why with SureBright, you'll get 
only the best in service and quality. Being a family-owned, independent company, customers know that they can always call either Chris or Patsy Heller with any questions or concerns. Shorebright Commercial Cleaning Service, a division of Shorebright Enterprises Incorporated. Out of sight, out of mind works for me. I'm going with Shorebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Great choice. Shorebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Done right every night. Out of sight, out of mind. Serving Connecticut. Call 860-887-9785 or visit shorebrightinc.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Hi, this is Stu. I used to listen to me when I was a kid. Welcome, 89-5252. Good morning to you. Oh, hi, Stu. I used to listen to you when I was a kid, too. Oh, you're still a kid. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I am. You're only as old as you feel. That's right. Hey, you know... You, you were talking about the weather being May weather and everything, but you know what? We need April showers to bring May flowers. Yeah, things are pretty dry out there, so be very careful when you're dealing with any kind of fire. I heard on Monday that there was two, a couple fires up in Mohegan Park that covered mm-hmm. six acres. Did you know anything about that? Yeah, I've heard of a few fires uh, recently and. It's a very uh, dry time. Yeah. I was thinking, when when was the last time it rained? I don't know. Yeah, well, we have a whole week coming up of just no rain. rain. And so uh, I prayed with my prayer thing, a uh, line saying, hey, April showers to bring May flowers, please. Yeah, there must be something to it, because they wrote that song, April showers, right? Yeah. It, it nor- you know, it's just normal. Just like you always used to have wind in March when everyone went out and flew kites. That was the normal way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they talk about, man, they're starting to use that name, man-made climate change again. And I'm like, okay, they're, they're talking to somebody when they're saying that, and I know what they're doing. And when they say man-made, yeah, it's, it's whipped up in a lab. I will swear to that, it is. And because, you know what, on Monday, we, um, in the morning, you should have seen the lines in the skies over us, just going back and forth. And I said to my husband, okay, it's either going to make it rain or it's going to dry it out. So we do not get any rain. That was two days ago. Well... Our skies have been hazed over. I will grant you that because you can watch them things spread. And it's hazy, but it obviously blocked the rain. And that is my belief. So you think, let me just say that, do you think somebody's doing this on purpose because they want the climate to change? And I get it from my book that was written in 06, Weather Warfare. By Jerry E. Smith. Well, why would uh, why would somebody want to do that, Susan? Because they're evil. You know, they want I to hurt everybody on the planet. Tell Art Mueller, how come in the Chicago Stock Exchange they have weather derivatives? Do you know what that means? It means that there are people betting on bad weather. And they make money when it comes in because if it's destructive, oh, boy, you can make money rebuilding and this and that. 
everything that pe- this is really we're living in a time where it's not science fiction anymore. It is really real because if they can say a book written in '06 can tell you what's going on right now, it has to be true because they were talking about it back then, and it started under Bill Clinton. So, Susan, if they're starting to do uh, things against uh, the population, we have enough good people to to catch it and stop it. I mean, I don't believe this is happening. Well, we, we really don't. We only have a handful in Congress. They're trying to do their best to find things out. Um, there is one thing that we found out last night. Well, two things. I found out one this morning. You're not going to believe this one. This is a silly Joe Biden's original family name from Ireland. You could change him when you got here, okay, to Ellis Island. Um, Blew it. Blew it? Blew it. Okay. Joe Blew it. That was his great 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 grandfather's name when he got here in the 1850s or 60s. I thought it was Joe Mick Biden. No, all right. No, no, blew it. And it's like. Wow, that's, mm-hmm. you know, and then they were saying, what if there was a bumper sticker that says, blew it, Harris and blew it, or blew, blew it, Harris, but that was one, and you know that read on Mar-a-Lago, do you know why that went on? Do I know what it went on? Because, uh, number one, in politics, and number two, they, you know, he had documents that he shouldn't have had. Okay, politics, but guess what? They're finding out now that Joe Biden arranged it and it was from something called america first legal i guess you can look at it on the internet and all of the paperwork some person with the last name of rubenstein did a whole study on it and they're finding out from foi foia whatever joe biden okayed it so he's so going after his why would uh, donald trump have these documents i, I don't yeah but biden had them yeah, well, and, I don't agree and, with that and either. Had him. I mean, Joe Biden had him when he was a senator. <clears throat> I know that, but you know, it should be really against the law, and there should be some strict uh, control over that. Well, they are allowed to take with them boxes. I mean, Bush has them. He's not allowing any of his elder Bush. His, it went in a library down there in Texas, and his are not even allowed to be opened until night. No, 50, 58 years later, after he died, what is he hiding? Later? I don't know. 58 years later, nobody will care what he was hiding, no, I guess. No, no one will even know who he is. And so he's got his. And then Obama, I don't think Obama's library is built yet. Oh, they're going to have the de- Democrat thingy in, in Chicago. The Democrat thinking, oh, yes. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, i got to get my Smothers Brothers out and um, w- watch it, because there was one on there where where the thing was going on in Chicago for the politicians and everything, and there was riots. Well, that was in about 1968. It was terrible, but that was a long time ago, and hopefully they can control things differently. Well, thanks for kicking us off, Sue. So okay. We'll talk to you All later. Right. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, well, hold on. Let me turn my program down. Turn your program down and then turn <laughs> it up afterwards. Uh, we can't have any echo going on. That would be nasty. Mm-hmm. Well, Susie, I love Susie. She makes me crazy sometimes, but 
I agree with her wholeheartedly on what she said about the weather. Really? Oh, yeah, people will bet on anything. <clears throat> and uh, I want to play devil's advocate for a moment. You said to her, <clears throat> you said to her, aren't there enough good people in the world that if this were happening, they'd be able to stop it? Mm-hmm. When you think about that for a minute, have we been able to stop all the other evil and ugliness that's been going on? Well, in certain cases, you know, we haven't been able to stop the uh, continuing dictatorship all over the world, but uh, we've right. gone to war for that. But I would think that if somebody was messing with our weather up there, that can be get some demessing. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, look at any problem, almost any problem we have. I shouldn't say every problem, but look at the ignorance and the savagery in our streets and the violence and killings and the fentanyl and and the Mm -hmm. racial divides and all this stuff. Where are the good people to stop that? I'm not disagreeing with you that there aren't good people, and maybe there are enough good people to stop some of these things, but they're not speaking up or not active or something. Well, that's, uh, I guess more people could get active, but we need good people to represent our country, and I don't think we have. And that would make oh. a big difference. A lot of good people don't want to get into politics anymore, and that is what's going to destroy our country. Well, that's a good point. You know, unless you take a course in lying, uh, you know, how are you ever going to get in? But yeah, that's a good it's, point it's that you're making. It's to be that way. Mm. But what she said about the weather derivatives, that's ab- absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will go and make money on anything, even if it's bad weather. Now, we were originally, right now, the forecast calls for rain here locally Sunday and Monday, and then it's supposed to be partly cloudy the rest of the week. Originally, they were calling for rain from, like, Saturday night through Thursday. So it's drying up a little bit, but I, I think we'll get those April showers uh, eventually, hopefully Sunday and Monday. My but, uh, forecast for tomorrow is sunny and very warm, and then Friday. Yeah, but I'm it's talking next week. Uh, next week, okay. Yeah, next week. And boy, are those cooler temperatures going to feel like a shock to us? It's going to be 90 or close to 90 on Friday. You no, know, then when it goes down and to 70, we're going. Oh man, we lost 20 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> well, more like. Uh, more like 30. I think uh, <clears throat> Monday or Tuesday's high is only supposed to be 61. See, but so that's, that's about normal be, for April. Be. 61, that's pretty good for April. Oh, that's pretty good for April. I'm just saying it's going to mm-hmm. feel like a shock to our systems after 90 on Friday. Yeah, for those uh, folks, uh, it, it may be the hot word may be around on Friday. Yeah, yeah we'll be hot and tots. But it won't uh, last long. But we could use some rain. Yeah. Maybe you and I, I could I sing April we have showers. A spring. I hope it doesn't just go directly into summer. But uh, next never Friday it's always when different. I head south, you're heading and I south. I will try to give you a call from uh, Selma, Alabama, or uh, Rockwood, Tennessee, or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, one of those places. So basically, you're heading south to cool off. Is that basically Yeah, it? yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, dry out. <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you down south, y'all. Yeah, I, I'll have to get an idea. Let's see now. 
whether you'll have a lot of guests that week. Of course, if I do, you can always tell me to shut up and go away. Yeah, no you know, problem. We're, we're loosey-goosey here. If I have a guest, uh-huh. you know, I'll put you on with them. No problem. Yeah, just uh, so what do you want me to talk about, Stu? <laughs> yeah, about your vacation. Uh, Excuse me, I yeah, have, oh, yeah. I have anyway, the vice I president on I want to talk to. I'm yes. in on Susie's call, and mm-hmm. sometimes she has some wonderful things to say. So I do you to agree you, with her on the weather stuff, anyway. Do you believe in your heart, Kevin, Kevin Harkins, that somebody is messing with our weather up there? Absolutely, I do. We know that, we know that they're messing with the weather in, for instance, uh, Idaho. Uh, they're trying, and they're trying to do good for the farmers. They're trying to increase the uh, precipitation certain times of the year, snow and rain, uh, up in Idaho. We know that when I was living in California, they were doing a lot of experimenting with seeding the clouds, and you still hear about that once in a while. So, if people can be motivated to try and change the weather for what they believe is good. Mm-hmm. I personally believe we should let God take care of it, but that's just my view. But how's it work? You know, it, has it really worked? I, you know, I... well, the the jury's out. I mean, some mm-hmm. people say it works, some people say it doesn't. But um, and I and I know Susie likes to talk about a harp. Uh, that also fascinates me because I think there's probably more to that program than we know. But I've learned to be very suspicious of not only big government but big money and. Uh, well, but I yeah, agree with you. Answer uh, the question of people messing with the weather, mm-hmm. of course they are. I mean, I agree with you that we're suspicious of everything now because there's been so much uh, things that are not true and yeah. changing words around, and, you know, it's oh, yeah. frustrating. frustrating. Yeah, well, we have to be vigilant. Yeah. You know? Vigilant? No, vigilant. Vigilant. Yeah. No, that's a good. I like what you did there. Mm-hmm. We have to be vigilant. But vigilantes are bad. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, let's play with words today on the Sue Breyer okay, Show. Okay, you can call me back later. We'll play some more. Okay, see you later. Thank you. Hello, Bye. welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hello there. Um, I agree with Sue and Kevin as well. Um, Fine. I think, you know, it's man-made, and you could do that. Now, you heard of AI, right? Yes, yeah, artificial coming. intelligence. Exactly. And wait until that comes about because that's scary. Oh, I'm sure so, there'll be danger in um, there. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the good is outnumbered by the ignorance and the greed that people have today. I hope so. In a different society. I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I feel, so hold on to your hard hat. So do you think today there's somebody that uh, is up there and saying, well, let's uh, give the folks here in southeastern Connecticut temperatures in the low 70s. We'll do this or that. Do you really think something's going on today? Yes. It's not a natural thing that just happens? No. Oh, maybe they should do that all the time. Everybody want to vote for low 70s all year round? Hmm? Well, it's who's behind the controls, and I think it's evil and greed, and... um, so there's something to that, because I think out, outside the box, and nothing surprises me today, anything is possible. And like I said, um, the people behind the uh, mechanism of AI and whatnot, it's 
uh, going to be pretty scary. All right, my friend. Uh, we'll be thinking about that. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know. I mean, I just got over believing in the tooth fairy, so I don't know. Welcome to the program. Oh, good morning, Stu. Good morning. Hiya. Hiya. Um, I also believe that what's going on has been being done on purpose. I, I just... The weather? You're talking about the weather? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. The weather... There are so many things going on. I just be, I'm just not believing. I, I don't have any credibility for the government. I I really don't. Okay. I, it's very sad, but things are just being done. I don't. I can't grasp some of the things that are going on. With it. It's just horrible. Well, there's a lot of lying it's, and a lot of corruption, but that's nothing new. No, but. These days, Stu, we got to keep our ears and eyes open. And I, um, I'm just, I hope I'm not being a crazy person, but I think they're messing with the weather. I mean, I, all these years, I thought we had a, a, a weather, the winter, maybe, wow, maybe they wanted us to save on the oil bill. <laughs> maybe, so you mean, you know, I mean, you mean when uh, California has a dry spell and there's all those forest fires that uh, nobody could come up and bring some rain there? Why wouldn't they do that if they could do that? Hmm? I I just have no... I just don't have any reasoning why things are going on mm-hmm. other than I'm a, I'm a Christian and I know many people uh, listening are, are Christian. Well, I know that we've but, created things through the years that obviously have become quite dangerous. Wouldn't it be well, nice if nobody ever created a nuclear bomb Oh, God, yes. I mean, I if, just, you, if it was 1910 uh, and you showed somebody a TV, they'd say, whoa, hold on here. What in the world is that thing? Yeah, just things are just... Um, I just think things are just changing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, just children, I mean, the LGD and all these things. Uh, I just... I, I would never pick on anybody. Well, that's always been around. There's always been that. But people had yeah. to hide it. Yeah, but being a gay or a, a homosexual or lesbian, I knew people in the old days. But I never seen parents wanting to have their children operate on to become maybe a boy or vice versa. Well, some of them don't I, even I mean, want it. They, they, some places they don't want the uh, parent to have any uh, say in it. I mean, there's some crazy... But it's, not, it's, it's not a large amount, but these things are happening in our country, and that's unbelievable. Yeah, but, you know, a one, one person that gets killed, one, from anything, a disease or whatever... It's one is too many to be shot on the street. Two, too many. How we're, we're come? Be, we're becoming numb to it. Now, this last oh, incident, so this last incident in the bank, the guy, it turns out, was mentally ill. He was a oh, sick man. God. He also sent a message, and which should have been addressed right away, that he was thinking of killing himself or maybe doing something worse with others. Whoever he sent that message to should have immediately got a hold of the police department. Uh, oh, you got to be looking out for things. We, I mean, that's what I'm saying about keeping our ears and eyes open. We have got to stay alert. I 
personally, you know, I'm up in age and I've lived and so forth. But what's coming for the future is going to be tough for the young people. I mean, unless people get a hold of all these concoctions well, going I wish, on, I wish young people would. Uh, I wish un- young people would hear both sides of stories because they are bringing, uh, definitely in some scholastic situations they are being brainwashed. And I want them to get the whole story, but they're not getting it. No, you know, and of course, you know, I've got grandchildren, you do. Mm-hmm. But their ideas are different. They're, uh, it doesn't seem very logical. But well, what I think the government could, okay, when, you know, come on, I've been on Facebook and said something, and they they uh, turned me off, you know, for a certain amount of time. And now on these Internet, when these people put this these terrible things or what they're going to do, shootings or whatever, come on, the government's got intelligence. They could stop this. I mean, if we well, got out there and we do stuff. Let's be fair. They probably have stopped loads of things that we don't even I know hope about. So. I'm pretty sure Good of that. God. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I just, Sue makes a lot of sense. You know, maybe we're out there in the, maybe we're wrong, but we're trying and we're listening and we're seeing things that we really still, I'm not ready for that high temperature. I'm old now. It's going to be uh, so hot. Let's face it, it's going to be very warm and then it'll get back to normal next week. So it's just an oddity. It's happened before. Yeah, but, you know, the, the thing of it is, I'm, you know, usually we don't plant our gardens till the end of May. Let's say Memorial Day. But what happens if our apples and our peach trees, they get all blossomed for this from this heat? We, I mean, we've had a very nice winter, uh, and et cetera. So what happens come the end of May or the middle of May, we get a frost. Well, you could. And we kill off all those uh, <clears throat> blossoms and apples. It wouldn't be the first time it happens. I mean, some places I'm have had snow in May. People. I'm very worried about people. There okay. is stuff going on with the medicines. I mean, Well, don't worry on. too much. Have a good day. Well, I will, but, you know, I, I like hearing uh, uh, from Susan and Kevin, and I think it's Marie, I forget the other girl's name. But we've got some people out there in the audience that have some questions. You and know, I want to hear the, I want to hear these things. I want to get opinions from people. That's yeah, what the show is about. Yeah, that's very good. All right, Thanks thank a you. lot, Stu. Bye bye. And people are hearing things on TikTok, which turns out to be a drum. All right, enough. Sounds like we're going into sixty minutes. Okay, eight eight nine five two five two. I'm I'm very upset with uh, the golfers that left the PGA to make money in the Middle East, where many women don't have the same rights as men, and I'm I think it's really discouraging and disgusting. If you think I'm wrong, please let me know. Let's move on. We'll get to more calls, we hope, at 889-5252. 
savings at Scient Federal Credit Union with their share certificate special rates. They are offering a 4.25% annual percentage yield for a 30-month share certificate and a 4.50% annual percentage yield for a 42-month share certificate. To open or learn more about these certificates, visit ScientFCU.org or call 877-860-6928. Special rates mentioned above are effective March 23rd through April 18th, 2023. Minimum balance to open each certificate and earn stated APY is $1,000. Maximum balance is $250,000. For current members, $25,000 in existing money is allowed per special share certificate. Special rates mentioned above may be canceled at any time without notice. A penalty may be imposed for early withdrawal. Must qualify for membership. Signed Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Questions about you? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Fox News commentary. Whoa, nearly half of Americans think Trump should suspend his campaign due to the indictment. Does this spell trouble for Trump? I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the one, two, three protection plan at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. New poll, though over half of Americans believe the Trump indictment was politically motivated, duh, just under half also believe Trump should suspend his campaign. This has very significant implications for what will be the biggest election of our lifetime. Among Republican voters, this indictment has helped Trump edge ahead of other Republicans in the polls. But when it comes to all Americans, this witch hunt isn't having the same impact. Over 50% also view the charges against him as serious. This is exactly what I've been warning about. The left is using this indictment to make Trump our nominee and then beat him. It's not enough for the majority of Republicans to support Trump. We need to get all Republicans, plus a big percentage of independents, to pull out a victory in 2024. This indictment is a political sham, but it's sadly working just as I believe the left has intended. They are playing chess, and we are playing checkers. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is fearless at Outkick.com. So what do you think of that? I mean, I, I don't want Trump to be our next president, but I believe the whole thing is a witch hunt, and uh, politics has gotten that ugly. In my opinion, what's yours? 27 minutes before 11 at WICH. Who's ever working on the weather today? Thank you. It's going to be in the 70s. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Jeep Celebration event and Ram Truck Month. The month of April will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, second or third row, Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can help you find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. We continue to have ground stock inventory arriving daily. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's, your 
Pet owners, homeowners, and gardeners, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Spring is upon us, and Fleming's has what you need to make the most of it. Fill your propane tanks to enjoy cooking out. Grab an affordable Amish-built shed to help tidy up. And when you're ready to sit back and relax, be sure to have some of Fleming's Forever Furniture to sink into. High-quality outdoor furniture with a color and style to fit any taste. Grab the pets some new toys and a new hummingbird feeder or colorful hanging basket to top it all off. Stop in or visit us on Facebook for our latest updates. Shop for quality and convenience this spring at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Stonington. Well, it might as well be spring, and it is 67. Welcome to the program. Okay, Stuart, let's play a little trivia. All right, what you got? You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm a baseball team. I'm 11-0, and and if I win two more games to 13-0, and I will tie the American League record of 13-0 and back in 1987 by Milwaukee. <laughs> what is the name of my team? Oh, you're talking about Tampa Bay, of course. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, I forgot to add this one. And I can beat the Red Sox anytime I play them. Who said that? Huh? Hmm? I just said that. Oh, you said that. I know you said that, but I some of you. Well, listen, Tampa Bay not only is winning uh, 12 in a row, they're doing it convincingly. <laughs> yeah. Now, I can't say they have the lowest payroll in baseball because that goes to the wonderful Oakland Athletics. Tampa is in second with the lowest payroll. And nobody goes to see them either, and they're so good. Nobody goes to see them. Their stadium is half empty all the time. doesn't matter whether they're 11-0 like they are right now or they're in the playoffs or they're in the World Series. They get nobody to come and fill that stadium up, and I, I am baffled by that. I will never understand that. Well, you got to give them credit, the people that own that team and all of that, but... Um... I don't think they've won a World Series yet, have they? Tampa? Tampa. No, I don't think so. But they're no. always around it. They're surrounding it one of these yeah. days. Don't get, don't get nervous with the Yankee uh, players out there. Don't get nervous with Tampa. And I win in the American League East, okay? <laughs> Got 140 games to go. Don't get nervous. No, I don't get nervous. But, I mean, I'm a realist when I watch the Red Sox. Um they're kind of vanilla minus. It's uh, of course they lost a really good player with a fractured wrist, which doesn't going to help them at all. So um, it's going to boil down to pitching, and obviously yeah. Tampa Bay has terrific pitching, terrific. All right, let's get on a political scene. Okay. If Trump was running against Biden in 2024. Mm-hmm. You know damn well I would have to vote for Trump. There is no other alternative. So would I. However, so would I. If Trump was running against Bill Clinton, I would vote for Bill Clinton. How's that for a scenario? Well, I'm not really. Uh, I'd have to know who he's surrounding himself with, but um, certainly Bill was a lot better than what we have now. Um, did you watch the uh, tape with uh, Hannity? Or with uh, Tucker, I mean? I watched a little bit of it. it w- okay. I yeah. thought it was... Uh, actu- actually, I thought it was quite interesting, the part that I yeah. watched. Yeah, That's the word I was going to use, interested. Mm-hmm. In so. fact, I taped it. I'm going to watch the rest of it uh, this evening. And, uh, you know, a yeah. lot of the things that uh, Donald says, I, I believe, are true. And uh, these are things that are really have sore spots with most Americans. But I didn't watch the whole thing yet. Yeah. 
So I'm going to be 69 on on Friday, and my little granddaughter is going to be one years old on Friday. Oh, amazing, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's going to be one already. I, I don't know if you remember last year when I called you and told you my granddaughter was being born the same day as my birthday. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So who's going to get the biggest slice of cake? Um... She will. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll share it. She's trying to walk. The little thing is trying to walk. She is funny. No I kidding. Was yesterday, and she's trying to walk. God and, bless her. And she she gets up. She gets up and she's leaning against the chair and she tries to take a couple of steps and down she goes. Well, for sure, it's, it won't be long. No, no, I I don't see it too long now before she 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 gets up. But uh, they are so cute when they're little. Oh my gosh! Oh, I know. Is she talking? Yeah. Is she talking much? Is she what? Talking much. Uh, mama and and and, and papa. Okay. Now we got to teach her grandpa. Not too much other than that. Grandpa will teach her that one too. And the little thing loves to eat. <laughs> Oh, she has a good appetite, huh? That's nice. Yeah, yeah. loves to eat. Oh my gosh, does she love to eat? Well, yeah. are you going to have a so big... we're going to have a party at my daughter's on Saturday. That'll be fun. Since both our birthdays are on Friday, so we'll have everybody come over on Saturday and have a good time. Of course, she won't know uh, She won't know what it's all about, but she'll love the cake. Yeah. All right, I'll talk to you a little later. Thanks for t- uh, talking to me, All sure. right, good talking with you. Thank you, Larry. Hello, you're okay. on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. I have this theory I've been working on. Um, with the, You're familiar with the uh, Ukraine situation with this, I guess his name is Vladimir Zelensky. Mm-hmm. I don't really pay that much attention to it, except <clears> for, of course, the money transfers that uh, he comes here and he asks the Congress, I need I need a billion here and a billion there, a billion all over the place. At any rate, I kind of see that as the uh, Biden administration moving money around. See, Democrats taking money from our U.S. Treasury and or Federal Reserve. And the theory is they're placing it in a bank in the Ukraine and tell Zelensky to hold on to it. And in a couple of years, they can look at that as an election-spending war chest. So for the uh, Republican side or whoever's going to run, like, beware, this is this might be happening, okay? And here's an idea for somebody um, come election time I still want a curtain now when we go to vote for the presidency or anything else and we go to our precincts and stuff like that I would still like to have a curtain but if it must be computer programmed have some nonpartisan group not Bill Gates or anybody like that is somebody civil and reasonable because I would also like to see if we could get a receipt for our vote. As you go to the gas station, some people can use their charge card, swipe the charge card, pay for their gas, and get a receipt for it. And I think that uh, voting is that important, and you should be able to go boom, boom, boom on your computer screen, say, yep, you voted, you voted today, and these are the people you voted for. Here's your receipt, and it's logged in, and you're all set. And that way, we would know that we voted and got the people that we wanted for instead of that Scantron nonsense, because I I do not like that at all. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. I mean, if, if if nothing else, we would like our voting to be honest, that we don't have to worry about any cheating. 
I mean, there's always going to be something, but should be as safe as it possibly can be. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. How you feeling, buddy? Oh, it's uh, so strange. After spending seven hours in ER with the hospital and thinking it's my last day, did I make out my will? <gasps> uh, I had that pain in my chest, and I thought, this is it. <coughs> and um, I had an MRI, EKG, IV, CAT scan, like all of these tests. And I thought, oh, so when they finally came, I only had a cup of tea. Um, they finally came to tell me what was wrong. They said, um, you have a twisted stomach. Twisted stomach? I, said, I don't even do gymnastics. What do you mean a twisted stomach? So whatever it is, I have to go to like a specialist next week. What, does it still hurt you a lot or did it get any better today? Oh, I woke up and I thought, I'm all better. No feeling of pain at all. Oh. Strange. But, but they still, I mean, they still think you pain. should go to somebody, huh? Yeah, it's some doctor in Wesley who's a... Um, a twisted stomach doctor? <laughs> maybe that's... I, you know, you just never figure... I think he's uh, he does operations, and if the stomach was really twisted bad, he'd have to do some kind of operation. But mm-hmm. I, I feel wonderful. I thought, gee, just cross off yesterday until I get the bills. I think it's awfully strange that you woke up and it didn't hurt you today. Oh, I slept through the night, and I thought, this is wonderful. You think it's a temporary twist? Well, I guess I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Uh, well, uh, uh, years ago, I had a hiatal hernia. Mm-hmm. You think you're... Ha- that's when <clears throat> I thought I had a heart attack. Yeah, same time. symptoms, yes. Yeah, I forget your stomach is so high up in your chest. Mm-hmm. That uh, never the elevated bed, and, you know, oh, no pizza for me, <laughs> Uh, no so more do, Taco you think Bell, you hurt yourself I'm, doing the twist? Yeah, that's it. I did the twist. <laughs> Strange. Well, I'm you glad know, it's not I, your I think, heart. Uh, I was reading the 20 pages of printouts that my daughter got me all about it, and mm-hmm. it's kind of rare, whatever I've got. So, well, it's oh, I'm all, seems, all better. <laughs> seems a lot safer than if it was your heart. So, oh right, that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, and you said you were in ER, too, one time over there? Oh, yeah. I've been in the ER, yeah. Uh, I was there for a long, 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 long time (laughs) before anybody looked at me. It was when I had a fall. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we were so lucky this winter not to have to be out there shoveling. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Oh. Just to give me a little, give me a little global warming in the winter. I'll be happy. Yeah, but today's gorgeous. Well, you enjoy it, my dear. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, and winter's over. So okay, <laughs> you never know, but we'll take it. Every day's a lovely gift. Yes, I, I can't wait to complain about. Oh, it's so hot, I can't stand it. <laughs> well, a couple of days, you may be doing that. <laughs> yeah, great. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. How are you today? It's really nice talking with you. Um, Hello, hello. Hello, what's up? Hey, Stu, what are you up to? Oh, about 6-1. 6-1. Well, I didn't think they piled manure that high. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm only joking. That joke stunk. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I want to re- find out if people realize... 
how close we are to World War III. Well, I think about it a lot, but I try not to. I believe we all should get on our hands and knees and pray, and I'm not a religious person, mm-hmm. that this doesn't occur. Well, you know, there's some real lunatics out there that have some very dangerous weapons, and these people are lunatics. Yes. Now, the key thing to watch is, is when China invades Taiwan, that'll be the <clears> beginning, <throat> and then we'll have a war on two fronts. We'll be over there in Europe fighting, We'll be fighting over there in China. It's not going to be a pretty thing, and everybody's got nuclear toys today. Oh, this is a real uplifting phone call. I know. This will perk you up. (laughs) That Cuban Missile Crisis was a piece of cake compared to what we're about. This is the real deal coming down. Well, I think we got that fool in the White House. He's in. He's in Ireland checking his ancestry. Mm Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible situation. The only thing it may save us is prayer. And I'm not a religious person. Well, it's time you became one. I think I've, I've seen the light because uh, this could be the end of the big one, you know. And I don't want to see it happen. I'm <laughs> as bad as much complaining as I do on Earth. It ain't too bad here. <laughs> oh, you finally caught on, huh? All right. I caught. The, I got the message, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu. Try to have a good day. You too. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, I think China's going to wait a while before it uh, tries to go into Taiwan and. Uh, I mean, they don't want to lose either. So they're just watching us, of course, enjoying us getting involved with Ukraine. When it comes to insurance, we hold your hand throughout the process. Well, sort of. Riders Farmers Insurance Agency. Auto, home, life, recreational, and business. Chris and Beth bring years of experience and solid philosophy to help you choose the right coverage. Call Beth and Chris for a no-obligation quote and review of your coverage at 860-269-7779. Salem Turnpike next to Joanne Fabrics in Norwich. Riders Farmers Insurance Agency. We want to hold your hand. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson. For over 150 years, Dime Bank has helped local individuals, families, and businesses meet their banking needs. It's what relationship-based banking is all about. And because we don't pay dividends to shareholders, we focus on giving back to our communities through loans to local businesses and support for many community-based charitable causes. By working together, communities can thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Sneaking up to 68 degrees. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Stu, so yes. you, think, you think that um, China's not going to go to war with or t- over Taiwan very soon? I think eventually they're going to uh, try to do their thing, of course. They've got, they've got Taiwan surrounded with um, warships. Yeah, they're they just showing their strength. Mm-hmm. Um, part of um, the airways over um, Taiwan, something I don't know, something to do with a, a spaceship or something not coming back. Well, they're upset because we had visitors from Taiwan in this country, which we have every right to have, and uh-huh. uh, that's yeah. just uh, them doing you their thing. You don't think they're willing to go to war very soon over 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 uh, Taiwan? I think they might, but I, 
I really think they're just waiting a little bit. They like to see us weaken ourselves. Well, if we don't, the problem is, if um, uh, problem so is, what when, are we going to do? When, hmm? when, when we had COVID, when COVID started, what what's, what what do what do you believe? Um, what's the version? Do you believe how it started? I think it came from their lab. It started in China. They covered it up for a while. You don't think that is evil? Of course, there's a lot of evil things going on with the uh, dictators in China. That is the most evil thing. Evil thing. Mm-hmm. If somebody started that in a lab and let it out, that is the most evil thing. Well, I it could have been. Of. It could have been an accident, but it's. I believe it, it did come been. from there, and they didn't want anybody to know about it. Well, exactly. They didn't want anybody to know about it. That is the most evil thing that I can I can think of. To and, and uh, that to. Um, the way to to um, do damage to population. Well, the only the way we were not we won't be combating with China is uh, only the strong survive. And if we start to weaken our military and everything else, they'll be chomping at the bit. And and we're we're giving all our stuff to Ukraine, even our um, ammunition for mm-hmm. the guns. I'm concerned we're about that. Ammunition now. I mean, I do have compassion for those poor people in Ukraine, but. Uh, I think, in essence, we could be weakening our arsenal. Exactly. And I think that's what Russia and China are colluding to do. They're one on either side. One's threatening war on one side, and the other one's... Um, and um, the other one's um, Ukraine... Well, they certainly you know, love that we, they love when we're uh, involved. And, uh, I'm sorry, can, I'm not explaining myself. No, you're explaining yourself, exactly. I mean, that's, uh, I'm sure they're having great pleasure in it. Exactly. <clears throat> that's evil. So, um, Sue and that gentleman that just called, I think, are both right. Um, well, you've got to, you've got to enjoy your life. You can't sit around and, uh, I, I, yeah, and drive yourself on bonkers. Other, on the other hand, on mm-hmm. the other hand, I think you have your head in the sand because you don't think that there is enough evil to manipulate, like the weather system and stuff like that. No, not at this particular time. No. No. Mm-hmm. See, I think. Well, I know they see. Well, I I think they see rain, uh, seed cloud when during hurricanes, so that. The rain won't pour in certain areas, and like they, they'll see the over the ocean, so the, the rain will go out over the ocean instead of. Um, um, well, maybe they can do some good things, but I don't think there's a whole lot of people wanting to I, do bad things. I, I think um, of the things that happen are after effects mm-hmm. of messing with different things. Like if they see clouds. It could be after effects because the rain didn't fall where it was mm-hmm. originally Listen, I, I'm, set I'm glad you called. It's getting a little tight, but thank you. We'll talk All to right. you soon. Bye-bye. Let me see if I can get this call in. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Well, I'm going to change topics that I'm going to talk about. Um, China and and um, Taiwan. Right now, our weapons storage is, is depleted because we keep giving things to Ukraine. We need to build up our military um, and stop giving everything to Ukraine because if China does invade Taiwan, we should be able to help them. Taiwan has purchased 
military items from us, and they haven't been delivered yet because we're short on them because we keep sending them to Ukraine. Um, well, we that's an issue. That's a big issue. I agree. You know, very, very big <clears throat> issue. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot that we're we're not doing. We're not showing our strength. Um, we're showing weakness, and it needs to stop. So that's all for now. Okay. Thank you. So at what point do we get involved with other countries' problems? And will it affect us eventually? Look what happened in Germany. Germany was slowly but surely going after uh, as many countries as it could. And uh, Well, let's take a short break. It is a beautiful day. Hi, folks. This is Ed Lowe, Trust and Estates Attorney at Ed Lowe Law. I'll be in your neighborhood to teach you about the basics of estate planning. Everyone has an estate, so everyone needs an estate plan. And I'm happy and proud to be the one to teach everyone about the essential planning they need to protect their money and family. I'm hosting several estate planning crash courses throughout southeastern Connecticut during the week of April 17th. Enjoy good company, some laughs, gift card drawings for an extra dose of fun, and most importantly the wisdom of an easy-to-understand conversation about estate planning. April 17th in Waterford, April 18th in Colchester, April 19th in Old Lyme, and April 20th in Ledgerd. The seminar is free. To register and find location information, visit edlowlaw.com. That's E-D-L-O-W-E-Law.com. Or call 203-951-5435. Ed Low Law, estate planning attorney for your estate planning journey. The 2023 UConn Football Spring Showcase returns to on campus to Maroney Stadium on Saturday, April 22nd at 1.30. Be a part of the reload and get the first look at the Huskies following last season's Myrtle Beach Bowl appearance. There will be food vendors family-friendly activities, and more. Claim your free ticket to the event today at UConnHuskies.com. Well, you know what we need to take you to the news? A little bit of zippity-doo-dah day.
There's nothing like a little song to perk up your spirits. All right? Good. Spirits are up there. Part two of our program with a number of different topics we can talk about. I do have an interesting guest at 105 about someone who wrote a memoir of being stuck in a mudslide. WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 5 FM W233DB in Norwich. Right now it's 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Consumer prices continued their march higher last month, although the rate of the increase slowed a bit. The consumer price index gaining a tenth of a percent month over month, that compared to a four-tenths increase January to February. Louisville, Kentucky police releasing body cam video from this week's deadly mass shooting at a downtown bank. Graphically illustrating what officers face during an active shooter situation. I think I got him down. I think he's down. You're down. I'm off now. Deputy Police Chief Paul Humphrey says the officers provided exactly the response that was needed. Police say the gunman was a bank employee who legally purchased the gun that was used in the attack and that he targeted his victims. Another Republican one step closer to entering the 2024 presidential race. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina is out with a new video. I'm announcing my exploratory committee for president. In the video, Scott highlights his biography as a black man who overcame poverty and says liberal Democrats have weaponized race to divide the country. He blames President Biden and the radical left for choosing a culture of grievance. And Scott appeals to religious conservatives, promising to defend defend conservative values, including religious liberty and the right to life. Greg Clugston, Washington. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has filed suit against House Judiciary Committee Chairman Republican Jim Jordan. Bragg seeking to quash congressional oversight of his activities, including the indictment of former President Trump. Jordan says the former president was indicted for committing no crime. Watching Wall Street, stocks have turned mixed. Right now, the Dow is up 19 points, but the Nasdaq down 46 points in the S&P, 4 points in the red. More on these stories at townhall.com. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. 
A Mexican immigration agency chief is to be charged in connection with a deadly fire. The decision to file charges against Francisco Galduno, the head of Mexico's National Immigration Institute, was announced late Tuesday by the Federal Attorney General's office. He'll face criminal charges in a fire that killed 40 migrants in Ciudad Juarez last month. Anger initially focused on two guards who were seen fleeing the March 27 fire without unlocking the cell door. I'm Charles Duladesma. China says recent air and sea drills simulating an encirclement of Taiwan were intended as a serious warning to pro-independence politicians on the self-governing island and their foreign supporters. Beijing says the three days of air and sea exercises were a response to recent provocations and were necessary to safeguard national sovereignty and territorial integrity. News and analysis, townhall.com. One European country having a terrible time with vandalism launched a crackdown. Italy will push for stiff five-figure fines on vandals who damage monuments or other cultural sites. The government approved legislation championed by the culture minister that would impose fines as high as $65,000 against such vandals. Culture Minister Gennaro San Giuliano said that it recently cost the government $44,000 to clean the facade of the 15th century Palazzo Madama, which is home to the Italian Senate after it was vandalized recently. Just days ago, climate change activists dumped black dye into the waters of a monumental fountain sculpted by Bernini at the foot of the Spanish Steps. Keith Peters reporting. A huge smoky fire in an old factory building has forced people from their homes in Richmond, Indiana. Authorities say the smoke is toxic. People should avoid breathing it to the extent possible. More on these stories at townhall.com. Morning, everybody. A red flag warning in effect statewide until 7 p.m. due to low humidity and a gusty wind. If a fire were to start, it could spread rapidly. So if you see something, say something, report it immediately. Today, mostly cloudy through the morning, then becoming mostly sunny through the afternoon hours. Warm and windy. Temperature 76, shoreline 80 degrees inland. Tonight, mostly clear, 56. Tomorrow, sunny, unseasonably warm, record warmth likely. Highs 78, shoreline 87 degrees inland. Friday, mostly sunny, hot, record warmth likely. 80 at the shoreline, 90 degrees inland. And then Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, relatively cooler while still unseasonably mild, not as warm. Temperature 69, shoreline 74 degrees inland. Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds becoming mostly cloudy late in the day. High 64, shoreline 70 degrees inland. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe and healthy Wednesday. Ready for round two of our program? All right. Maybe it'll be a knockout. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Tomorrow on our program, we have a guest on allergies. Yes, we are getting into that season, although I've had that season all all year, but maybe we can help some folks out tomorrow on our program at 1. 11 o'clock, Senator Heather Summers haven't been on in a long time. She'll be checking in with us. She's got a lot of interesting things to say. In the meantime, if you'd like to have your say, 860-889-5252. 
Yesterday, I spoke about some of the things that uh, some of our fine politicians have said, both Republicans and Democrats through the years. Some of them, they might have said, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Hmm? All right, let's look at a few. I've noticed that everyone who is for abortion has already been born. Ronald Reagan. The Anderson-Reagan presidential debate, September 21st, 1980. I have left orders to be awakened at any time in case there is a national emergency, even if I'm in a cabinet meeting. Ronald Reagan. Well, the nine most dangerous words in the English language are, Hi, I'm from the government, and I'm here to, to help. Ronald Reagan said that one, too. Remarks to future farmers of America. Ronald Reagan said a lot of things, including to this, huh? Hmm. There are three periods in life, youth, middle age, and how well you look. Nelson Rockefeller said that in a Washington press corps, December 15th, 76. What this country needs is a really good five-cent cigar. Thomas Marshall, 28th vice president. See, people uh, keep score, just like a baseball game. They keep score of everything politicians say. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Who said that? Donald Trump. Mothers may still want their favorite sons to grow up to be president, but according to a famous Gallup poll of some years ago, they do not want them to become politicians in the process. <laughs> Words by John F. Kennedy at a school administration convention. You know, it's been said that politics is the second oldest profession, and I've come to realize over the last few years it bears a great similarity to the first. Once again, Ronald Reagan. Speech at Hillside College. Give me a one-handed economist. All my Economists say, on the one hand, on the other. Harry Truman said that. I've seen more of Dr. Fauci than I have my wife. We kid each other. But look who's president, Fauci. But all kidding aside, I sincerely mean it. President Joe Biden. It's amazing, politicians say. And, of course, they have a lot of pressure. Everything they say is going to be videotaped and put down. To Englishmen, life is a topic, not an activity. William Harrison. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. Donald Trump said that one. John Calhoun. If you secede from my nation, I will secede your head from the rest of your body. Words of Andrew Jackson. Despite many obstacles, much has changed during my time in office. Four years ago, I was locked in a brutal primary battle with Hillary Clinton. Four years later, she won't stop drunk texting me from Cartagena. Barack Obama said that. I don't remember that one. At a time when, um, at a time when later, okay, at a time when funds for the defense budget may be cut, it's comforting to see so many of the big guns from your industry still getting loaded. Gerald Ford said that in 1974. 
How about this one? I happen to mention that Kamala Harris is the best-looking attorney general in the country. As you might imagine, I got trouble when I got back home. Who knew Eric Holder was so sensitive? Barack Obama said that, with tongue-in-cheek, of course. I want you to know that, also, I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. I remember that. Ronald Reagan said that during an 84 presidential debate with Walter Mondale. Remember we thought Ronald Reagan was so old? I think he was like, what, 72 when he was running? Now it seems like a kid. <laughs> the fact is, I really do respect the press. I recognize that the press and I have different jobs to do. My job is to be president. Your job is to keep me humble. Frankly, I think I'm doing my job better. Barack Obama said that one. When they call the roll in the Senate, the senators do not know whether to answer present or not guilty. <laughs> Words of Theodore Roosevelt. Cheney's a good man. He's got a good heart. Pause. Well, he's a good man. George Bush said that in 2006. Over the last few months, I've lost 10 pounds. Where did they go? Why haven't I produced time? Why haven't I produced them to the independent council? How did some of them manage to wind up on Tim Russert? Bill Clinton said that. Okay, those are enough. That's enough of the famous words of some politicians through the years. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Tree service doesn't have to be a hassle, messy, or expensive. SAB Tree Experts. We won't bring you down, just your trees. We treat your property like it's our own. SAB Tree Experts are affordable, professional tree service. We specialize in hazardous removals while being respectful of your property and clean up after ourselves with as little damage to your yard as possible. So you don't have to. From tree stump removal to excavation and lot clearing services, even storm damage cleanup and firewood services, you can count on our professionals to provide quality services at affordable prices. And we actually answer our phone when you call. That's why our motto is no call left behind, show up on time, and do what we say we will do. Plus, owner Steve Boucher is there on site at every job. We're licensed, bonded, and insured. We've been in business for over 30 years. Our crew of four has over 92 years of combined experience. And we even have a 92-foot dyno lift. So remember, when it comes to finding reliable, professional, affordable tree service, you need SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. 886-1740 SABTreeExperts.com It's 11-13. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, you Sue. You were talking about Reagan. Um, yeah, I donate to the Reagan Ranch. And Well, we get a lot of Republican stuff here. I'm getting stuff from um, Charlie Kirk and everybody. Um, but thing is, well, we're independent, but the thing is... Um, no, you're really independent, Sue. Come on. No, I am. And you know how I knew I was? How Ever did you since know? I started, I voted for Reagan my first time. Ever since I started to vote in town, I always split the ticket. Oh, local I elections. I okay. for the people that I knew were good people, mm -hmm. whether they were Democrat or Republican. I always split the ticket. Well, good for you. So, yeah, I, I am uh, independent, but um, like, if you donate to the Reagan Ranch, which they have kids go there, like Boy Scout type thing, you get a calendar. And all along each side of the calendar, we've had like maybe three or four of them. And um, 
They have all his sayings, like you're reading. Mm-hmm. And but the thing you were mentioning, um, they thought he was old. You should see the pictures on that calendar. They're him. He's always riding either a black horse or a white horse, or he's in a canoe, or he's chopping wood, driving around on his jeep. He was very active when he was in the White House, and people probably don't know No, that. he was in very good shape. We noticed that, yep. Oh, yeah, and here's one. I am not a crook. Who said that? That was, of course, uh, Richard Oh, yeah, Nixon. I remember him getting on the, on the helicopter mm-hmm. and, and, like, doing the V thing. I am not a crook. <clears throat> and, oh, here's one on Biden being over there. Everybody thinks he's over there looking up his ancestry. You know... They said this 25 years ago, there was something called Good Friday Accord, and I always thought that was when Bill Clinton paid off the IRA to behave themselves, you know, because it was one faction. Um, actually, in all reality, it was, Christ- it was um, Protestants against Catholics, or vice versa. What a horrible time that was. And it was. It was and just so, so senseless, so senseless. <laughs> So he's over there now, and I guess there's problems going on again, and he wants peace, and he wants this, and he wants that, but yet he will not allow Zelensky, and he will not sit down and try to get peace in the Ukraine. It's really hypocritical, but I also heard... Um, last night that there's some kind of a union thing going on and they're blocking, oh, I don't know, Parliament or somebody from even going about their business. This thing is going on over there. And he is trying to step in and smooth them over. And I will tell you, if there's one thing I would get rid of in this country, unions. You know why? Why? Take all the money out of your paycheck but if you go on strike I found out from my friend I said okay you're in a union right yeah if you go on strike do they pay you any money no well well, what are they doing with the money and then you hear in a roundabout way that money especially in teachers unions is donated to the democrat party but the people that go on strike, and you know what? When I was working, I, I don't at know. Rob, I, don't, I never heard. Listen, I've never been in a union, so I couldn't tell you. No, I, I would not. And but when I worked at Lums, EB was in the seventies. EB was constantly on strike, and there would be workers coming in there while they were out of work. I remember how hard it was for those people. And it was they terrible. Asked Manny, if they could have a tab, just so they could have a bowl of chili. So if anyone wants to really see what unions are like, I know it's a fictional movie, but get one called Armed and Dangerous, starring John Candy. Well, let's talk to the listeners and maybe see what they have to say about it. All right? Thank you. All right. I remember some of those long strikes at EB, and uh, it was just so tough on people. It truly was. And that lasted a very long time. Maybe you were part of that on strike. uh Maybe you'd like to check in with us and talk a little bit about it. Hey, on this day in history, thank goodness somebody was smart enough to let catchers wear a catcher's mask. First used in 1877. Can you imagine if they didn't have a catcher's mask? How many 
who knows how many people would have died. Hmm? Catcher's masks sounded pretty simple, right? WICH, welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, Sue's talking about unions, mm-hmm. and um, because I work for the state of Connecticut, um, in our contract, you could not strike. That was part of the contract. Mm-hmm. So we didn't. But I have to say that union reps and whatnot had an influence on who you should vote for, whether it's governor and whatever. So there's a big influence there. Hmm. Well, I guess they must feel one party is more advantageous to them than another, and I know which party it is right now, of course. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I want to say that I am reaping uh, the benefits, but I don't agree with the influence and uh, unions, uh, again, um, I'm good. Um, secondly, I want to talk about um, all these wars that are on the verge, like Taiwan and, and, and whatnot, uh, and ongoing Ukraine, that I feel that the United States is not ready for a war because um, the military is going to be used. These young uh, soldiers will be put out to war. They're not getting people joining the military anymore. You're not getting... Well, they're not getting as many. I know that, yeah. Well, no. You know what? Because it's the poor leadership and it's the power struggle and uh, these young children are going out to war to defend our country on a whim and most of them are not whims that's why you're not getting um, people nurses uh, just vacating their positions uh, public safety the policemen vacating you're getting um there's a lot of reasons for all of them there's a lot of reasons for all of them and they're leaving Mm -hmm. because of this weak administration and uh european countries see this so they're going to take advantage of it and um because there was again the test balloons just to show but we're more interested in investigations in our country. You know, it's a, such a big joke. So, in the end, I just wanted to say... Okay, I think you did. I, I just wanted to say, my motto is, live for today, because tomorrow has no guarantees. Okay, thank you. Of course, that's could have used that at any time in any century. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Sue. Hello there. I you know, I heard them talking about unions. Mm-hmm. When when I got out of school, I'll never forget it. We had to work seven days a week before we got a day off. We had one weekend a month off. We had one week a year vacation time. Ooh, that's awful. It was terrible. 
and and uh, I although I stayed for five years because it was convenient for me. It was in my hometown, and you know, but the conditions were terrible. And after I left, I heard they got a union finally. Oh, but they did a lot better then. They did. They were very happy. Mm-hmm. Very happy. See, there's a, there's a good and bad in everything, and yes, in those situations, is. the union is. is certainly they needed one for sure. They sure needed one, and they and they finally got one. I was so happy for them. Yeah. Well, you're a good sport. You could have said you could have been sour grapes. Boy, why didn't we get that sooner? No. But you were happy I for know. them. I I I still say it's too bad we didn't get it sooner, but I'm so happy that they got Did it. Did you say 7 days a week you worked? 7 days a week. How could with you stand one it? day off. Yeah. And uh it it, it was really and, and I worked in intensive care, so I Oh my I god. Really, I really worked. And I'm telling you, if, if I love my work, that's that's, that's the why, one. That's why you did line. it. I mean, uh, so um, you got one week off a year. One Isn't... week off a year for uh, vacation to recuperate. Yeah, it was 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 the working conditions were terrible, but I'm glad they finally got their union and they're happy, and that's great. All right. Well, you're a you're a real decent person. I don't I you're a better. I don't know if I could have been in the intensive care working for seven days a week. Yeah, I did. Well, that's marvelous. I did mm-hmm. for five years, and and, and uh, then I was expecting my son, so I went to wor- mm-hmm. work in a nursing home after that because the conditions were. <clears throat> you know, they were easier. Well, I'm surprised they would have had you work while you were having that baby. Uh, no, no, I I didn't. Well, the nursing homes were better. Okay, good. Yeah, they were better. All right, thanks I for sharing so. that. I didn't, it's interesting. Huh? Thanks for sharing that. Okay, you're welcome. See ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi there, Stu. This is uh, Carmen calling, and I just wanted to speak to um, the fact of uh, the lady who was talking about unions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a union member, and I am proud of it. Um, I uh, I remember the days before when there when we didn't have a union, and it was miserable. Um, it does take you know some time. Um, to negotiate and all but and sometimes yes you are on strike but they're for very real reasons um i i just wanted to put that out can you tell me what type of a job you had or have yeah the job that i had i'm retired now Mm -hmm. um i was uh, i'm a member actually still of uh, the state chance union iatsc and uh, I'm I'm proud of it. Um, there are issues, as there are with any job that you have, uh, whether it's union or not. So, what position and, did you have, and when you were um, working? I'm uh, I was a stagehand as well as a seamstress. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I really I enjoyed it. I'm proud to be a union member. Um, I get, that's all that I just wanted to say or, you know, voice my opinion on. Let me ask you a question sure. about what kind of a dues did you have to be in the union in those days? It's probably more now, I guess. Um, it, to, to join 
Uh, it was a thousand dollars for a stagehand, but that was that was once. And then you do have dues throughout the year. I never heard of the union donating to any particular um, uh, political party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I've never heard it. Um, it's uh, th- th- it usually does go though, uh, not it goes to. Um, we do at um, executive meetings um, donate to um, specific um, politicians, um, and they do have a recommended list of politicians out there that they request you vote for. But isn't, it isn't um, an arm-twisting no, kind that's, of thing. No, that's my, yeah, okay, I understand. So when you're on strike, um, you, you lose that money. It never comes yes. back. Yes, you do, but the, mm-hmm. uh, the money that you get is from the employer. Mm-hmm. It's not from the union. Right. Um, and it, it just, uh, it, it's difficult, and you do go through financial Issues, but if you're standing up for something that you really believe in, whether it's uh, mm-hmm. a pay raise that you haven't had for years, or uh, for a, a benefit, sure. um, it, it's an important because they do negotiate for you, and you do have dues to um, protect uh, the union and, and have it uh, be able to go on. Um, you know, within the uh, the industry. Well, I'm glad because, as I mentioned, I, it's never really come up with. Well, I've been in here many, many yeah. years. It's never really come up about unions, yeah. uh, but it's worked for some people. Other people, maybe not. Especially if it's a long strike. Yeah, um, I remember being on one for I think it was about three months mm-hmm. at one time, and yes, it was difficult. Um, and, but we did have um, at the food bank, and the union did provide mm-hmm. um, assistance for you um, out of a fund that they have. I can't remember the name of well, the fund. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I sure appreciate you uh, explaining things to me, and thank you very much for that. Surely. You have a great day. You too. Hello, Stu is with you. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Okay. Okay, um, my my topic for right now is electric vehicles, and the push to get us all to buy electric vehicles, mm-hmm. but they do not have the infrastructure for everyone to be driving an electric vehicle. Um, you know, I, I mean, fortunately, my husband and I only have one car; we share one car. So if we had an electric vehicle, you know, if we got the the electric set up so we could plug it in. Um, you know, that would be one thing. But I'm thinking, like, they want all of the buses to run electric. So I know Norwich has probably at least 30 buses. They would have to have 30 charging stations. You know, it's just, it's nonsensical what they're asking us to do. And they need to get the infrastructure. They're putting the cart before the horse. And you know the cart won't go anywhere if the horse is in back of it. So they need to get their act together, and they keep pushing, oh, by 2030 we have to have, you know, this many electric vehicles. But last year they were telling people in California not to charge their vehicles because 
their grid, their grid couldn't handle it, you know, that during some of the heat waves. So how do they expect us to get anywhere if we can't charge well, Obviously, they have a lot to look into, uh, but they're coming sh- slowly but surely. Well, right. You know, and it's fine. If they want to come slowly but surely, that's fine. I have absolutely no problem with that. But we should be, we should be providing, doing our own oil and gas here, um, not buying it from somebody else and having it shipped. And, um, you know, not push everybody into electric vehicles, just offer them. All right, and thank you. got the infrastructure ready for them. All right, thank you. you. Know, until they do, I see no, no reason to, to stop mm-hmm. people from driving gas-powered All vehicles. All right, enjoy your day. Thank you. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on. Yeah, hi. Speaking of unions, I used to belong to a construction union, too, and then... Uh, we had to donate like one or two pennies uh, cents per hour. They uh, they took it right out of our check, and I mean the office did it. And to the uh, I'm I'm sure well I can't remember, but I'm sure it was the Democratic Party. And and we had to uh, for every I was in a laborers union, and for for every laborer in the state or even even the country because it was the international, uh, we had to donate. One or two cents an hour uh, towards the uh, towards whatever. So were you were you happy with it in the long run or not? No, no. Well, uh, and then each year or, or then uh, they would hand out a card that you had to sign. So and then when I really read the card, you know, one or two pennies an hour. Uh, what I, you know, and then I went and complained about it, and uh, they said, well. Whether you sign it or not, it's still going to come out. So uh, uh, that's the way it is, you know. Yeah, I, it don't seem like much, but when you're talking, I, uh, it, I'm sure it was inter- international, the whole United States. And you, you know, you're talking millions of members, and that adds up to. Uh, Did you go on strike at all when you were in the union? Uh, no, they always settled it. But uh, if we did. Uh, uh, we just walk walk out until they called us back. We we didn't get no compensation for it. Yeah, or, uh, or, mm-hmm. or, but I mean, uh, if it wasn't for for the union, I mean, uh, they have their ups and downs. But I I I mean, I couldn't complain about it at all. Uh, it, it helped. So what uh, what was your position where you had the union? I was a laborer. A laborer, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, five forty seven down in. It was in New London, but it didn't move to Groton. And, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, when it comes to unions, I'm a neophyte. But I will ask you this question. If yeah. you're in a company and they want to get the union, can you say, I don't want to be in it? Will you lose your job? Uh, <laughs> you wasn't really supposed to work there. I mean, if, you, if, if it was a, a union company and you had to join the union to work there, but I don't know about now with that right-to-work law, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, it just popped into my head. Hey, yeah. I, I appreciate the call. Thank okay. you. Yeah, okay, bye-bye. I learned a lot about the teachers' union uh, with the COVID. I didn't ag- agree with some of the things that uh, they were doing with the schools, having them close more than maybe they should have because all the uh, information was that young kids... Uh, 
really had any problems with COVID and or couldn't catch it as easily. And uh, but then I would think, well, maybe they'd have a light case, but they'd bring it home to somebody. So you heard a lot about that uh, during the COVID. And I don't want to confuse anybody because COVID is still around. Okay. It's voting time in the 2023 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards contest. Brought to you by The Day. The nominations have been tallied, and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through April 30th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes April 30th. And thank you for those that nominated me. I was very flattered. I do appreciate it. I'm so frustrated with our company's cleaning service. They're not living up to their promises, and it's really starting to bug me. That's why I use SureBright Commercial Cleaning Services. I know it's done right every time. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm Chris Heller, co-owner of SureBright. It all comes down to customer service. We know that our customers, like Hall Communications, trust us with their facility as well as their image. And we appreciate just how important superior maintenance is to our customers, their customers, and their employees. That's why with SureBright, you'll get only the best in service and quality. Being a family-owned, independent company, customers know that they can always call either Chris or Patsy Heller with any questions or concerns. Shorebright Commercial Cleaning Service, a division of Shorebright Enterprises Incorporated. Out of sight, out of mind works for me. I'm going with Shorebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Great choice. Shorebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Done right every night. Out of sight, out of mind. Serving Connecticut. Call 860-887-9785 or visit shorebrightinc.com. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley & Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. Of course, you've always heard of uh, some people who are on strike, and it's it's hurting them terribly because they're not getting the uh, their paychecks, and then they cross the line, and then there's been problems, and uh, there's a few movies about that. Can be a very difficult situation. However, I know my first job at Wear Mass, and I can't say uh, the words that I'd like to say how cheap those people were. They had you work so many hours, and they were making so much money, but uh, we weren't in a union then. Then it probably uh, would have been okay to be in a union, but that was the only time it ever came up. On this date in 1606, the Union Jack, the Union flag, was adopted as the flag of English and Scottish ships. And on this date in 1945, Franklin Roosevelt, lawyer, politician, and 32nd president of the U.S., died. My mother would always tell me that story. She said people were crying in the streets. He was in his third term. I know that's never happened since or before. But he died in 1945 on this day. And he was loved by so many people that... They were so distraught. It was an unbelievable time. My mother told me that story a lot. 
Something good happened in 1955. The polio vaccine developed by Dr. Jonas Salk was declared safe and effective. And all, especially parents, breathed a sigh of relief. Everybody was putting their arms out. And there were really no side effects. It was absolutely a wonderful day in 1955. By the way, they're working on a a cure for those who drink too much and the morning after feeling so horrible. Have you ever been in that situation? Drank so much and then the next morning you couldn't feel any worse. So they have a pill that they're working on and they're trying it out on mice. So what do they have to do when they try it out on mice? They have to get the mouse drunk and then give them the pill and see if the the day after they're okay. <laughs> so for heavy drinkers, which is not a good idea, you uh, they're working on a pill. Right now they're working with some mice, and we'll let you know how that works out. 2023 UConn football season ticket deposits are now available. Starting at $53, you could secure your seats today for the 2023 season featuring matchups against NC State, Duke, USF, Utah State, FIU, and Stony Brook. Be there to support head coach Jim Mora and the Huskies all season long. For more information and to purchase your tickets today, please visit UConntickets.com or call 1-877-288-2666. Wouldn't it be like a world with no hangovers, huh? Just that little pill. Well, it's too soon. We'll see how it works with the mice. See if they're able to go to work the next day after they've gone to a bar and had too much to drink. How people plan to use their tax refunds this year. They have a list. Did you get a tax refund? Pay off debts and bills, 44%. Save their refund, 34%. Home improvement, 12%. Vacation, 7%. Invest, 6%. And donate, 3%. So the main one is to pay off debts and bills. Hmm? There's a well-known restaurant in town uh, that says, and they're going to demand that all servers split their tips, not this town, evenly among one another, because our female servers have an unfair advantage. They wear low-cut tops and earn better tips. People tip more because of that? Yeah, probably. It says, I'm a guy, and I don't have that advantage. This weekend, I plan to call for all tips to be placed into one pot and then split evenly. My roommate thinks I'm crazy. I'm not. I'm just asking that everything be fair. What do you think of that? If you've ever been a waiter or a waitress... You're on the air. Welcome. Yes. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. Stu, with regards to your announcement about President Roosevelt's passing, mm-hmm. I think, just to make a slight correction, he was in his fourth term. Fourth term? I, oh. I believe you said his third term. I thought it was the third. Okay. Well, uh, he passed away, I think it was 1945. Very early in that term, right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. the election was in 44. Yeah. And he was first elected in 32. So he was he was president from thirty two to thirty six, thirty six to forty, and forty to forty four, and then President Truman took over from forty four to forty eight. 
Oh, that's very Finishing interesting. Finishing out Roosevelt's term, and then Truman was elected on his own against Dewey. Yeah. Of course, everybody thought Dewey won with the headline in the paper. Yep, that's right. But he didn't. But uh, no kidding, four terms. Correct. He was. He had <clears throat> been reelected to his fourth term, <clears throat> and it pretty much coincided with the end of World War II, because uh, the, the Germans uh, surrendered in the spring. And the Japanese surrendered during the summertime. So I guess the consensus was because he uh, was doing so well, and they didn't want to lose him because well, he was. He was, uh, he was really someone that uh, the people trusted and mm-hmm. had faith in, and uh, he was uh, remarkable. He did a wonderful job, and people trusted him. As I said. But in any event, I just wanted to set the record straight. It was his fourth term. I'm well, thank certain. you. I always thought it was his third, but I thank you for that. Well, and then Truman, as I said, finished out Roosevelt's mm-hmm. term of the remaining three and a half years. And Truman had some big decisions right away, didn't he? Yes, he did. He had many decisions. And he's Truman, by the way, is considered one of our greatest presidents. And when he was elected, people kind of laughed at it. That's true. They didn't know. Oh, who is this guy, right? I, I remember reading about from that. Kansas yeah. City, Missouri. But, and, who, but uh, he, he was quite <clears throat> quite good at the job. He, he was remarkable. Well, he knew if you couldn't stand the heat, you'd get out of the kitchen. That was one of his famous sayings. I remember Margaret Truman used to be on some of the variety shows playing the piano. Remember those days? Well, there was a famous incident. Uh, she was panned by a, a columnist on one occasion mm-hmm. because of her performance. And Harry Truman made no bones about uh, complaining about that uh, review person and slamming him for criticizing his daughter. And it made headlines <laughs> about Truman going after the... Uh, that does sound familiar. <laughs> the uh, fellow who made the review, he said his daughter did a wonderful job. But in any event, he was an interesting person in many ways. Well, thank you for that information. I, I certainly want to get the record straight. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, All sir. The best. Fourth time. Wow. Four times. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hi. You're going to have uh, a show on allergies, did you say? It'll be tomorrow at 1 o'clock. I've got an expert okay. on allergies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just heard of, I don't know if it was you, the doctor you had out a couple weeks ago, they were talking or somebody else, but they were talking about um, the way uh, doctors um, give out medications, stuff for shot, I mean, for allergies. And they got these uh, new things that um, mm-hmm. they're customized drops that you can put under your tongue and you won't have to go to the doctor to get shots or... or really, you know, I, that I, I know that they've got some new things he was talking about, about arthritis, but... Um I don't yeah, the allergy this, thing. Okay, this is about allergies. I must have been a different show. Well, I'll definitely bring that up tomorrow. Anyway, but the, the problem is the doctors don't like them because then they lose money because people don't have to go to the doctor so much anymore. They can get a prescription for this, this customized uh, drop. Do you think doctors and are that also, cruel? Yeah. Also, the food and drug approves of all the ingredients that are in these drops. But they're in the shot and stuff, but they just haven't approved the drops. Because they haven't approved the drops. Pardon? So they're not approved yet. 
the, the drops haven't approved that. That's the thing I'm, I'm trying to explain. Okay. The drops haven't been approved, but um, they have all the ingredients as the shots and all any other kind of medication that that, um, that uh, are given. It's the same but as the they, shot. They, I don't know why it wouldn't be approved in the drops. There must be a well, reason. Well, evidently the doctors don't want them because the, the people won't have to go to visit them so much and they lose money. I don't know. That's what that's what they were explaining. So I'd like you to ask the your yeah, professional sure. mm-hmm. about about the situation. I definitely will. I'll try to get some calls in as well. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I'm officially an allergy guy now. Took me a long time, but I'm with the group. And I don't like it. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Does it concern you when you notice that the color or shape of your prescription medicine has changed? I'll be right back with some guidelines. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Consider the following scenario. Your cholesterol medication has always been yellow and oblong, but when you recently filled your prescription, the tablet you were dispensed are blue and round. Why is that? 99.9% of the time, it's because the pharmacy now has in stock a supply of the drug you take that was purchased from a different manufacturer that makes their tablets with the same active ingredients, but in different colors and shapes. Don't get worried, but always call your pharmacy to make sure you got the right medication. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Pet owners, homeowners, and gardeners, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. With over 35 years' experience, Fleming's has the products and expertise you need to make your yard the best it's ever been this spring. Bagged in bulk mulches and soils, all available for delivery. Jonathan Green fertilizers and grass seed. Many organic lawn care products. Fresh live goods arriving weekly. All this and more. Shop for quality and convenience this spring at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Stonington. And remember, shopping locally owned and operated stores helps keep America America strong for all of us. So Franklin Roosevelt, I guess, was credited with helping people through the Depression. And there was one other person that was credited to help people during those horrible times. Hey, buddy, can you spare a dime and the bread lines? And and that was Shirley Temple. She was the biggest star in motion pictures. And she used to make everybody feel good with her personality, her singing, and her dancing ability. Unbelievable. I don't think there'll ever be another Shirley Temple, but that helped people through that horrible time during the Depression. My mom used to talk about it a little bit. I guess my granddad was one of the people that got through it okay. But he had some unbelievable stories. But people would go to see Shirley Temple movies if they could get a dime or so. And uh, they'd look at her on screen and they'd forget all of the troubles for about two hours. 
I eat watermelon and I have four years Sing polly wally doodle all a day I like watermelon but it wet my ears Sing polly wally doodle all a day Baby grass tastes good to a moo cow mouse Sing polly wally doodle all a day But I like chicken cause I'm from the south Sing polly wally doodle all a day Brother well, farewell, brother well, farewell Mr. Gloom be on your way If you think you're gonna worry, you can stop it in a hurry Sing Polly Wally Doodle all the day Oh, the woodpecker pecks till he gets his fill Sing Polly Wally Doodle all the day But the woodpecker pays cause it's on his bill Sing Polly Wally Doodle all the day Oh, I feed my pigs with molasses yam Sing Polly Wally Doodle all the day So they should be sweeter than they really am Sing Polly Wally Doodle all the day Come on, Shirley, more, more, more. I hate to hear a chocolate drop sing Polly Wally Doodle all a day. But I love to hear a lollipop sing Polly Wally Doodle all a day. Fairly well, fairly well, Mr. Gloomy on your way. Never listen to the devil, so can be a little rebel sing Polly Wally Doodle all a day. Never get a chance to see a Shirley Temple movie, and they're still around, believe it. Uh, you see her dancing with Mr. Bojangles. Unbelievable. You know, they say, well, everybody can be replaced. No. <laughs> she was one of a kind, and there's been some wonderful child actresses and actors since then, but Shirley Temple was it. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, you made my day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime Polly Wally Doodle can make your day is okay with me. She was a Dimples, Shirley Temple. Interesting books about Shirley. You know, her parents, uh, mother, when she they brought her into show. It's never easy. They have laws now with child stars uh, that make sure that the parents don't scoff up all the money they make and don't leave them anything for when they get older. So um, they're protected now. So when you see some of these kids uh, who are wonderful actors and actresses, who make a lot of money, the, they secure that money until they're a certain age, I don't know what age it is, and make sure that they get it because they deserve it, right? But in lots of times, the parents would just... The kids would be doing great, making movies, stars, and parents would just spend the money and not save anything for the kids. I know it sounds pretty horrible, but... Uh, that's how it was. But that has all changed. Thank goodness. Sometimes it takes us a little longer to uh, get some common sense. If you know what I mean. Was it uh, Macaulay Culkin, the kid who was on the... Uh, did those Christmas shows? Home Alone? I think there was a problem with all the money that he made. I, I could be wrong. But I think that... Um, I mean, the kid was making... Millions of dollars. They would have loved to have had him do a Home Alone 20. But there were two Home Alones, and then they had a Home Alone 3 with another kid because Macaulay Hawkins was 
I think he was in his late 40s then, and that was about it. All right. We have uh, 71 degrees. WICH AM and FM. Here's a complete look at the weather. Morning, everybody. A red flag warning in effect statewide until 7 p.m. due to low humidity and a gusty wind. If a fire were to start, it could spread rapidly. So if you see something, say something, report it immediately. Today, mostly cloudy through the morning, then becoming mostly sunny through the afternoon hours. Warm and windy. Temperature 76, shoreline 80 degrees inland. Tonight, mostly clear, 56. Tomorrow, sunny, unseasonably warm, record warmth likely. Highs 78, shoreline 87 degrees inland. Friday, mostly sunny, hot record warmth likely 80 at the shoreline 90 degrees inland and then saturday partly to mostly cloudy relatively cooler while still unseasonably mild not as warm temperature 69 shoreline 74 degrees inland sunday a mixture of sun and clouds becoming mostly cloudy late in the day high 64 shoreline 70 degrees inland in the early morning forecast center at channel 3 i'm meteorologist scott haney wishing you all a great safe and healthy wednesday so if you want to get your kid in a movie and they're going to speak you know, you have to join a membership. However, if they're in an extra or uh, people need background kids or something like that, that's fine. They will pay the kid, but you don't have to join a membership. So uh, a child, if they wanted to be, you know, sitting at a table without talking or something, they could get about 80 bucks, 90 bucks for that appearance. And they're always looking for extras. So wherever there's a movie in town, a lot of people will go and try to get their face on film. But if you talk, that's a different story. You won't get to talk. You can use mannerisms, move your hands. When they were filming Everybody Wins in town, uh, I was in the background on one scene. I was supposed to be on the porch with one of those cocktail parties, and I had a drink in my hand. But they, I never saw it. I, I watched the movie, you know, 2,300 times. I never did see it. So I was probably on the cutting block, the cutting chop block. But that was it. I kept waiting for my phone to ring and be discovered of what a nice job I did on the porch, pretending I was talking with a drink. I gave up after a while. But I know some people who their kids have been in television shows and movies without talking and uh, you get to see them my friend Alan Combs was in a Woody Allen movie it was not a talk movie but you could see him in the audience I mean a really close up picture of Alan and you could see him in that movie I think it was Stardust Memories and there he was laughing at an alleged joke So most of the time, you can't even see some of the people that are stand-ins or in the background. So every time you watch a movie and you see crowds walking on the sidewalk, and these are all people that uh, have been hired, and they get money for it. I don't know how they can afford it. Sometimes you'll you'll see a show, and there'll be tons of people in the audience of the show. There's a show about nightclubs, and all of them have been picked to be in there. And they make a little money, and some of them are darn good at saying nothing. (laughs) So there you have it. Hey, let's uh, play something pleasant to take you into the news, get you warmed up for our lunchtime oldies. 71 degrees. I wish you lollipops and roses today.
Grown up news next WICHAM 1310 Norwich 94.5 FM W233 DB. Scott. Former President Trump due back in New York on Thursday. Trump is supposed to be deposed by the New York Attorney General, according to someone speaking on condition of anonymity. The last time he was asked, Trump pled the fifth 400 times. The AG's lawsuit alleges Trump and his company misled banks by misstating the values of assets like golf courses and hotels. Meanwhile, Trump wants his April 25th trial with E. Jean Carroll pushed back a month. He says he can't get a fair trial with all the publicity from his indictment where he pled not guilty. Trump denies all the claims. Julie Walker, New York. Also at townhall.com in Consumer News. Correspondent Jennifer King reports there's mixed reaction to proposed regulations the EPA calls the most ambitious pollution standards ever for cars and trucks. A recent AP poll found that only about 40% of Americans are considering an electric vehicle for their next purchase. Depending on how automakers comply, the EPA projects that at least 60% of new passenger vehicles would be electric by 2030, and up to 67% by 2032. John Bazella, CEO of the trade group Alliance for Automotive Innovation, says reaching the 50% target was always a stretch goal. In the first quarter of this year, electric vehicles accounted for just 7.2% of U.S. vehicles sales. Jennifer King, Washington. U.S. consumer inflation eased in March, rising just one-tenth percent from February to March. On Wall Street, the Dow had 78 percent, or 78 points, the Nasdaq up eight points. More at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. 
I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Taiwan's governing party has announced its candidate for the next presidential election. As expected, Taiwan's Democratic Progressive Party has chosen the current vice president, William Lai, to stand next January. The president, Tsai Ing-wen, cannot win again because she'll have completed two terms. In the past, Mr. Lai has made strong statements in support of Taiwan's independence. If he wins, the island's relationship with China, which considers the island its own territory, will probably continue to be strained. Who leads Democratic Taiwan is important because it's become a point of tension between China and the United States, Taipei's most important ally. BBC correspondent Michael Bristow. Buckingham Palace announcing Prince Harry will attend the coronation service of his father, King Charles III, at Westminster Abbey on May 6th. This news will set aside months of speculation about his presence. Breaking news at townhall.com. North Dakota joins other states in athletic trans ban. Republican Governor Doug Burgum signed two transgender athlete bills into law. Transgender girls and women now prohibited from joining female sports teams in K-12 through and college. The House and Senate had passed the bills with veto-proof majorities. At least 19 other states have imposed restrictions on transgender athletes. The Biden administration has proposed a rule which still faces a lengthy approval process to forbid outright bans on transgender athletes. Rhonda Rockster reporting. New York City officials have unveiled three new high-tech policing devices, including a robotic dog that critics called rather creepy when it first joined the police pack two and a half years ago. The new devices also include a GPS tracker for stolen cars and a cone-shaped security robot. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 
Don't run away. We're going to have a lot of fun at the lunchtime oldies, mixing them up for you. Well, they used to say he had a million-dollar voice, but with inflation, here's the guy with a billion-dollar voice, Johnny Mathis. Anybody out there with the name of Gina? He's singing this for you. I always like to say that name, Gina Lola Brigida. Anyway, Johnny Mathis, one of his greatest hits, and you got them all on our lunchtime oldie break. Do we have any rebels out there in the audience? It's a popular word back in the 60s. See the way he walks down the street. That's the way he shuffles his Yeah. 
so bad they're nonconformists. Oh, all right. Oh, he's a rebel. Bring him home to meet mom and dad. I'd like you to meet my rebel boyfriend. There are some famous rebels you may remember. Wandered far where the only law was a hook and a draw the rebel. Johnny Yuma, Johnny Yuma was a rebel. He roamed through the west. It's Johnny Yuma, the rebel. He wandered alone. He searched the land, this restless land. He was panther quick and leather tough If they figured that he had been pushed enough The rebel Johnny Yuma Johnny Yuma was a rebel He roamed through the west It's Johnny Yuma With death, the rebel. Johnny, 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 Johnny Yuma was a rebel. Some people thought Johnny Cash was as well. That's uh, the rebel song. Stu Breyer with you at WICH. These two people met in college. They never dated, but they had one thing in common. They were very good singers. So they got into a lot of, uh, you know, theater, etc. And then they recorded a song together that they wrote. And this is it. Hey, hey, Paula. I want to marry you. Hey, hey, Paula. No one else could ever do. I've waited so long for school. Uh-huh. 
She has the sweetest voices, like a little tinkle bell when she sings, huh? Paul and Paula. Hey, Paula. Nice to name a song after yourself. Well, today is Karen's birthday. She contributes a lot to our programs, and uh, she is uh, known as one of the great hairdressers of New England. Maybe she's even cut your hair. Well, today is her birthday, and she wanted to hear Sweet Mary... Because I don't think we have any songs with Karen in the title, so here's Sweet Mary.
group is called Wadsworth Mansion, and they were one-hit wonders. And that came out, guess what year that came out? I'm going to tell you. 1971. Thank you very much. He's really excited about that. All right, we're going to go digging in the vault in just a moment. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Secure your savings at Scient Federal Credit Union with their share certificate special rates. They are offering a 4.25% annual percentage yield for a 30-month share certificate and a 4.50% annual percentage yield for a 42-month share certificate. To open or learn more about these certificates, visit scientfcu.org or call 877-860-6928. Special rates mentioned above are effective March 23rd through April 18th, 2023. Minimum balance to open each certificate and earn stated APY is $1,000. Maximum balance is $250,000. For current members, $25,000 in existing money is allowed per special share certificate. Special rates mentioned above may be canceled at any time without notice. A penalty may be imposed for early withdrawal. Must qualify for membership. Signed Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. The sun is getting higher in the sky, and our lawns and gardens are coming back to life. It's time to get outside and help get things back in shape. Part of that is getting to the local garden center, hardware store, or nursery for the products and advice needed to help make things green again. Plainfield Agway, located at 650 Norwich Road, has all the tools, gears, and expertise necessary to help you make the most of your lawn, hedges, flower beds, and containers. Let them help you find what you need. Welcome to Baltic Greenhouse Nursery, a family garden center on Route 207, just north of Norwich. They offer you a wide variety of locally grown annual and perennial plants at affordable prices. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. They're open seven days a week. Get inspired at Hart's Greenhouse. They specialize in annuals, perennials, hanging baskets, vegetables, and herbs. Their four retail locations include Brooklyn, Norwich, Canterbury, and Preston. They're open seven days a week. Visit HartsGreenhouse.com. Your local businesses know what you need to turn April showers into May flowers. Shop local today. Well, I went into the vinyl vault, which is a little scary and spooky, but that's where we kept all the old vinyl on WICH through the years. Some of the things I find I've never heard of before, and I wonder why they were saved, but I thought maybe they're worth checking out. So periodically through the week, I take one out, and I play it for the first time that I've heard it, maybe the first time you've heard it. So this is what I found. I found Johnny Burnett's song called Kentucky Waltz. See what you think of it. We were waltzing that night in Kentucky Beneath a beautiful heart of this moon And I was the boy that was lucky And it all, it all ended too soon As I sat here alone in the moonlight Licking for 
Kentucky Waltz, never heard it before. Tell me, Johnny Burnett, I've heard of him before. Should I put it back in the vault or should I leave it around? What do you think? Goodbye. I can eat a live chicken in 27 seconds. Just thought you might like to know that. Hello? That's great. Don't answer the question. I don't care. Here are the four seasons. We didn't th- throw this one in the vault. It's been around.
run of hits they had from 1964 on. Ragdoll. Frankie Valley still touring. Good for him. Good for him. Still touring, and sometimes he does tour with the Four Seasons. Not as many seasons as they used to have, but he still has some seasons with him. Still sounds pretty good. I'm somebody I know who's seen him recently said that he can still hit those high notes. And he used to hit some pretty high notes. I know that much. When's the last time you used Western Union? If you're on Medicare and have been contacted by phone, text, or mail by someone claiming to represent Medicare or some other government agency, be suspicious. They are probably scammers. Scammers work to steal your Medicare number and other personal information so they can bill Medicare. Learn how to protect yourself from these scams. Contact Senior Medicare Patrol, your local area agency on aging. In Connecticut, call 1-800-994-9422. That's one 800 994-9422. Learn about Senior Medicare Patrol, a federally funded program helping older adults, their family members, and caregivers protect personal identification information from these scammers. Call 1-800-994-9422. 1-800-994-9422. Support for Senior Medicare Patrol comes from the U.S. Administration for Community Living, Department of Health and Human Services. Senior Medicare Patrol opinions do not necessarily represent the views of ACL. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley and Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. Hi, this is Pete from Yankee Remodeler. And thanks to our many customers, both our residential and commercial divisions are booming. We're looking to add experienced carpenters and shop carpenters who want to be part of a dedicated team of professionals who enjoy doing the skills they do best. Yankee Remodeler is a full-service general contractor that's been trusted and relied upon since 1971. We offer competitive wages, benefits, and a great work environment. You can find us at yankeeremodeler.com. You'll be glad you did. Take it from me. I've been part of the Yankee Remodeler team for the last 28 years. Yankee Remodeler! A little reminder, I, I am going to play Western Union very soon for those who remember Western Union. Maybe they still uh, use that once in a while. Things change so quickly. Here's a medley of songs that I think you'll enjoy. It's called Stars on 45, 45 Records. Starting it off with Venus. You've been through your window 
a Beatles medley, but uh, it's called Stars on 45. They released a lot of those back in the early 80s. In the meantime, here's Venus by the Shocking Blue. Yes, they're in the category of a one-hit wonder, but it was a wonderful song.
on my Venus. Do you ever have Venus schnitzels, or is that something else? All right, Shocking Blue with Stu, W-I-C-H, on a sunny, seasonably warm day. A little bit warmer than we expect for April, but put it in your pocket. Pretty nice stuff. Rod Stewart, what a career he's had. Started off as a rock and roller, and he still does rock and roll, but then he decided, because he is a consummate musician, that he would like to sing some of the old classics So he tried it. He released an album of uh, old classics, and they sold more than his rock and roll hits. (laughs) So he said, hmm, I think I'll try it again. Son of a gun, he had about four different classic songs released and probably made more money with them than anything. However, when he's in concert, he does a little bit of both. Here's one from his classic album. I laughed at sweethearts I met in school All indiscreet hearts seemed romantic fools A house in Iceland was my heart's domain I saw your eyes, now castles rise in Spain Took one look at you That's all I meant to do And then my heart stood still My feet could step and walk My lips could move and talk Rock 
and rollers like to sing the old classics because some of those songs were so beautiful like that one, My Heart Stood Still with Rod Stewart. Well, here he is before he threw away his rock and roll pills. Morning, everybody. A red flag warning in effect okay, statewide until here 7 p.m. due to low humidity. No, that wasn't Rod doing the weather. He's not into that yet. Here's the rock and roll rod. Yes, I 
sides of Rod Stewart, rock, and then the sweet roll. On WICH, hope you're having a good lunchtime oldies with us. High point of the day, 73 degrees. You know, there's been some great fundraisers through the years. Remember USA for Africa when they raised money for some of the poor people in Africa? And a group of uh, wonderful singers got together. And on this date in 1985, this was the number one song. All proceeds went to charity. See if you can uh, point out your favorite performers in here. Down and out, 
And John, everybody was in there raising money for uh, Africa. We are the world that was number one, number one this week in 1985. Also went over seven minutes, but nobody cared because it was such a good song. Just a really good song. All right, um, we're going to have next week, we're going to have Roy Rogers' granddaughter on the program. She has written a book about Roy and Dale, I think you're going to absolutely love it. So let's get in the mood for Roy and Dale. To save my soul, I can get a date. My baby's not a Coming through the TV, shooting up the land. Easy there, easy there. All right, easy. No popping popcorn. Hey, I was looking for Western Union. We finally found it. I sent away for it. going to take you to the news, and then I have scheduled a lady who wrote an unbelievable memoir, Kim Canton. Hopefully will be joining us after the news. Things went wrong today. Bad news came away. I woke up to find what I had in my mind. Union man, bad news in his hand. No. 
the five Americans on WICH AM and FM. After the news, we're going to talk with a young lady who has the most incredible memoir and stick around for that. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. And the news break. This hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden says the Good Friday Agreement for Northern Ireland is a testament to the possibilities of peace. Where barbed wire once sliced up the city, today we find cathedral, a cathedral of learning built of glass and let the shine light out in, in and out. It just has a profound impact for someone who's come back to see it. The president delivered remarks marking the 25th anniversary of the agreement at Ulster University in Belfast today. Also at townhall.com, another Republican one step closer to entering the 2024 presidential race. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina is out with a new video. In the video, Scott highlights his biography as a black man who overcame poverty and says liberal Democrats have weaponized race to divide the country. Wisconsin Senator Tammy Baldwin announcing she'll be running for re-election in 2024. Bob Agnew reports. Senator Baldwin's announcement is welcome news to Democrats who will have to struggle to hold on to their slim majority in 2024. Wisconsin will be one of the most watched swing states. It's also home to one of the upper chamber's most conservative members in Senator Ron Johnson. Baldwin became the first openly LGBTQ member of the Senate when she was first elected in 2012. She won re-election in 2018, defeating her Republican opponent by more than 10 points. Bob Agnew reporting. Commissioners in Memphis scheduled to decide whether to return a black Democrat to the Republican-led Tennessee House. Justin Pearson and a colleague were kicked out of the legislature last Thursday following their support of gun control protesters. The Shelby County Board of Commissioners has set the vote for today. Stocks are higher. The Dow up 141 points and the NASDAQ um, adding a dozen. More at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. And it's a pleasure to speak with Kim Kanzen. 
who has an absolutely powerful memoir that we want you to know about. Let me say uh, good afternoon, Kim. Hi, Kim. You too. Welcome. Thank you. It's quite a memoir that you have here, and I wanted to let the listeners know about it. Were you born in California? No, I was born in Canada, believe it or not, and then moved to uh, California in the middle school years. You have a book out, a memoir, that's called Where Yellow Flowers Bloom. Could you uh, explain to us what the title means? Sure. Um, my daughter came up with the title. Um, you know, I was in a tragedy, which um, where part of the mountain um, started roaring down and a mudslide washed away and obliterated our house with my family in it. And um, my daughter was buried alive for eight hours. Um, I was severely injured. And my, tragically, my husband, my 49-year-old husband, was killed, and my 17-year-old. But what was unusual about my son is 23 people died that night, two of which were children that um, were uh, listed as missing. They couldn't recover their bodies. They couldn't find their bodies. A two-year-old little girl, Lydia, and my son, Jack. And so after I got out of the hospital, after about three weeks, and um, was able to walk again, um, I realized that the local authorities, although they had tried to, to find the missing kids around Super Bowl Sunday, they'd kind of resigned themselves to a more passive effort, um, and passive, I saw, was not doing much at all. And um, so I mobilized to search for my son's remains, um, and I had a core group of people that included a um, a dog handler, a rescue, search and rescue um, um, leader, and his search dog, and then a general contractor that would help remove debris piles because it was all over, you know, the area, 30 square mile, um, was hit with this mudslide. I think um, 400 homes were damaged or destroyed, 23 people killed, and 150 people injured. It was a major deal. So um, about three years in, um, we had had the university anthropology department come help us look for the missing children because after so much time we knew we probably needed their expertise um, than what we were able to do uh, alone and they were able to find what we believe is some of my my um, son's remains mm -hmm. and the um, pile where he was found um, the soil was really toxic soup it had arsenic it had all these bad things from, if you can imagine, what in everyone's garages, right? The paints, the bug sprays, the, the toxic chemicals, that was all in this mud. And unbelievably, yellow flowers were gracing this pile. And uh -huh. one of the students clipped them off for me, and she brought them to the house, and she said, life found a way. And I said, love found a way, that we were able to find our needle in the haystack. Kim, it's an amazing story. Uh, we hear about these mudslides in California, and I guess when it happened, you were having torrential rains in the area. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it was a, kind of a perfect storm. What had happened the, a few weeks earlier was what's called the Thomas Fire. It was the largest wildfire at the time in, in California and raged over, I think, 300,000 acres, and it roared toward um, the town that I lived in. And what it was doing in the mountains, it was, it was, as it roared through and burned, it burned all the foliage off the mountains. So what happened is there were um, boulders the size of cars that were hanging um, 
precariously on the hillside, massive downed 100-year-old trees. And so when torrential rain hit in a few weeks later in early January, everything just uh, roared, roared down, right? There was nothing, there was no plants and everything to, to absorb the water, to hold the mountain in place. And so part of the mountain came running down and boulders and the downed trees, um, and, it, and it kind of um, hit a 30-square-mile area in uh, Montecito. So at that particular time, how many years ago did this happen? Oh, a little over five years. It was five January years. of 2018. 2018, not that long ago. So, Kim, uh, were there any warnings that this the thing was supposed to break up and uh, you had to be careful for that? or You know, we had had, um, with the Thomas Fire, there had been um, many um, fire evacuations, and what happened with that, which was helpful, is they had, you could sign up for what's called a wear and beware uh, notices, so you would get it on your email, you'd get it on your phone, um, to, to say, hey, evacuate, or here's what's going on. And obviously the news covered that there was rain coming, and we were pretty religious on um, evacuating when we needed to evacuate. Um, I think we evacuated three times in December with the fire. And so they said, yes, the rain's coming. Um, and we watched, you know, our aware and be- the, the, the alerts. We watched the mm-hmm. news. We got sandbags. We weren't in the mandatory evacuation zone. We got a hotel room that night, so if it started raining hard, we could quickly go to the hotel room. Um, but, un, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, I think, um, you know... Everything was, gave away was, quickly, yeah. Little, yeah, gave gave away quickly and, um, you know, did massive, massive damage. I know you do a lot of descriptive things in your, in your book, but uh, you, you must have been one point... you thinking that you and your daughter and you didn't know that what was happening with your husband and your son that we're never going to get out of this alive. Did you feel oh, that I way? I thought I was done. I thought yeah. I was done. I took my last breath and it was mud, not air, and I mm-hmm. just kind of surrendered saying, God, if you want me, I'll, I'll go, right? How did, they, uh, how did they rescue you? I was found um, about two football fields away from where I started in my home in an intersection, and I was on a debris pile um, uh, and I was, prob- I was probably unconscious when I got to the debris pile, and I was luckily not in the middle of the debris pile. I was kind of near the top of it, and my feet were up toward the, the top. I was at a, about a 30, 40-degree angle with my head aiming down, which probably saved my life as it drained my lungs. And um, so I, I yelled and yelled, and um, it was just like Armageddon. It was like a war zone. There was nothing but exploding mm-hmm electrical wires, transformers on my right, and then a roaring river on my left, and my, my leg was trapped into the debris pile, which I was happy about, because I knew I, I can't move, and I shouldn't move, or I'm going to fall in that roaring river or get electrocuted. Wow. And then a little while later, I saw a red light and a, and a white light, and uh, it was kind of like an ambulance, but it wasn't rotating, but I knew that there must be people there, so I yelled and yelled, and then my rescuer, um, I heard him kind of clomping up this um, debris pile, and he's like, we got, we hear you, we got you. And at that point, you don't know what happened to your loved ones at that point, and uh, yeah. the miracle that they found you. What kind of injuries did you get from that? 
I was, um, you know, majorly contusioned all over. You know, my mother fondly calls me eggplant purple. Mm-hmm. When all the bruising came out, I, I thought I had a broken hip. That was the most painful, my left hip. Um, and what I didn't realize because of the pain for that was so significant that I had a massive laceration um, toward my knee all the way through the quad muscle down to the bone. And then I had a major laceration on my right forearm. Um, it kind of, when I got to the hospital, you know, I couldn't move. Um, uh, I didn't have a broken hip. I think I, it was just so badly contusioned. I had what's called like a labral tear mm-hmm. or something like that, which was very painful. Um, so I, you know, I had to learn how to walk again, and I was in the hospital about three weeks. What was the experience that your daughter had? How did they find her before Hers you? Was Hers was worse in, in, in many ways. She was washed away one football field away from the house, mm-hmm. and um, she was buried alive under 20 feet of mud oh my God. for about six hours. So she would, and there was a car on there, a refrigerator, a toolbox from a, uh, a truck, um, electrical, live electrical wires, and she would push. And she was conscious. Why hers was different is she was fully conscious. Right, mm-hmm. and she was so fortunate, you know, by the grace of God, she had a little pocket of air the size of half a volleyball that was um, positioned by her, her her face and her mouth, and that enabled her to breathe. And um, so she would push on her entombment, and nothing would budge. And she she um, you know she she suffered a lot with that. And then she heard some of the the first responders, and so she yelled and yelled and yelled and. Uh, at one point, Ben, um, one of the Montecito Fire um, captains, uh, he said, I hear you, we're coming to get you. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, in addition to, of course, the injuries, uh, and then you learn the, about the loss of your uh, husband and your son, how, does, um, how do you handle that emotionally to come back and live a normal life? Well, it's not going to be normal, right? But... Um, mm-hmm. You know, everything, it was like I was almost transported to a different reality, right? There was no home. There was no even rebar from our pool left. There was not one shred of patio left. It was gone. Everything I owned was washed away. I didn't have ID. I had to use, you know, the L.A. Times did the front page article that had a picture or Christmas card that they had found in the mud, and that was in the front page of the L.A. Times and many papers, and I used that as my ID at the bank to say, look at that picture, that's me, if I can get into my bank accounts. So I was really transported into just a different reality, no home. I was very injured. I had a daughter who was injured and and traumatized, and we needed to get a new place to live. We needed to get things to live. I needed a new hairbrush. I needed underwear. I needed like life, you know, you're just... You had nothing. And so emotionally what we did, um, as I told my daughter, I said, we've never been through anything like this, obviously. We have to invest in our in our emotional and mental health right now and get the help we need. And so we really dedicated um, time to grief counseling and trauma counseling. And mm-hmm. the hospital set up a really nice group that was for the people who survived the mudslide. And that was really helpful to have a group of people who had similar experiences, you know, we're all a little different, but we, we, we kind of got each other of what it meant to go through a natural disaster that was violent and, and vicious, um, and for many of us who, who lost someone, you know, just tragic. 
So there were a lot of, uh, you saw a lot of goodness with people trying to help you out and get you back on your feet, huh? You know, you're right, Stu. I think that um, that was probably one of the most significant elements in our healing is the compassionate outreach by people. I mean, I, there was a woman when I went to the local CVS drugstore, and she recognized me from the media, and she said, my name's Kimmy, and my husband died in the Twin Towers. Here's my card. If I'll do anything for you. If you need me to get your mm-hmm. dry cleaning, I'll get it, which just touched my heart. Or when we moved into a rental, I had to get the locks rekeyed um, to be safe for my daughter, and I didn't know who had keys to this rental house, and so... I was ready to pay the locksmith. He says, you've lost already too much. I'm not charging you. So, so many people used whatever Mm -hmm. kind of talent or ability they had to help not only me, but I think many others who suffered so much in the mudslide. And that really was a nurturing, healing aspect. And it's something I'm going to take with me that when other people go through things, I'm going to show up um, because it makes a difference. Kim Canton is with us. She has a a memoir which really goes deep into this where yellow flowers bloom. You know, we hear about mudslides. I don't think we realize the devastation they cause for people. There's another mudslide in California, but it's it's horrific. Kim, are you there? Yeah, I am. Yeah, totally. I mean, watching them on the news is is kind of... um, re-traumatizing, right? Because you just know, like, you just, you didn't have a sense when when they said there's a potential for mudslides, you just didn't understand what that really could mean, mm-hmm. right? Like That's you what just I meant, yeah. Imagine part of a mountain coming down with boulders the size of BW cars and and massive hundred-year-old trees, and you just couldn't imagine the force um, of what it can do. I mean, I think it was traveling at 30 miles an hour or something like that. And um, it was just, it's startling. So now we're seeing, you know, we're seeing more of that. And and what I tell people is, you know, maybe don't trust your aware and beware and the authorities telling you it's safe or, you know, you don't have to evacuate. If you think of anything mm-hmm. that's impressed, you get, you get out of Dodge. It's yeah, no, that's a good point that you're making. Dodge. I'm assuming there's areas in California that are more susceptible to mudslides. Maybe people don't build there, or, of course, if they've never had one while you were there, you don't think about it. Well, Stuart, what's happening is I think there's kind of a combination, right, where there's been more wildfires. Mm -hmm. Anytime there's a wildfire, it's taking down the foliage, right, and the roots that hold the mountain together and hold things in place and, and able to absorb. When that goes away that area of the mountain is very vulnerable. And so I think that's what you have to look at. And so I've seen that where they've had some fires in different areas, and so they're much more mm-hmm. uh, vocal about, okay, there's risk of a mudslide here, so be careful. And they can look at the pictures from Montecito, and people can quickly see they don't want to have that happen to them. So when did you decide to put this all in writing in your memoir, uh, which I think is going to be a very interesting to folks? Uh, Talking about good people and survival and what you and your daughter went through. Uh, when did you, was this, did you ever write anything before this? I, I never wrote anything before, and I never really thought I'd have anything to write about. But what happened mm-hmm. was, um, you know, it was during COVID, Stu, and, you know, just like most of us, we all had more time on our hands, and we were, most of us were in our homes. And so I said to myself, I think I need to write some of this down, part of it because I didn't want to forget it. For my future family, if my daughter has kids and I, I get blessed with grandkids, um, 
I wanted it down. And then the, some of the people in my core search team, because there were so many unusual twists and turns that I, I reference in the book, um, they're like, you have to write this down. You have to write this down. This is unbelievable. And so um, I started to write. And then as I did, Stu, I realized not only was it cathartic and a reflective process for me in my healing, which has been a silver lining, but I realized I think it might help others because, you know, the poster child of things, to, of bad things to happen, I think I could be, you know, a picture in that because of, you know, mm-hmm. lost everything, lost a house, lost my 17-year-old son, lost my loving husband, lost my dog, lost my, my daughter buried alive, injured, I mean, all bad. And then how do you, how do you keep going, you keep going right? Yeah. And how do you um, find joy in life? And, 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 and I will, right? Because I know that's the best way I can honor my husband and son, is live a joyful life. And they would want me happy just as if the tables were turned, I would want them happy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you're blessed with a wonderful daughter who's doing okay now. Oh, she's, she's the strongest person I know. She's the strongest person I know, and she's a singer, and she's got an amazing voice. And, um, you know, when I hear her sing again, it just, it just fills my heart. Um, she was blessed enough to sing with, um, you know, Santa Barbara has some nice talent in town, and she got to sing with Kenny Loggins and oh, really? Perry That's and, great. Uh, David yeah. Foster and... And um, sang at you know Cincinnati's um, the, the ballpark there, and in the Dodgers Dodger Stadium. So that was helping in her healing. And she's um, a college student now, and and I'm just uh, she's the strongest person I know. You know, it's when 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 the parent learns from the child, and I've learned a lot from her. Did she work on the book with you? No, but she she did two great things for me. Is I wanted her to tell her story, right? Because she was the girl. She was the mud princess that everyone saw mm-hmm. around the world when they saw her rescue, and she kind of walked away from it. It was a two-page spread in Time magazine. It was shown on all those news magazine shows. It was just all over. She was mud princess, but people haven't heard her, her firsthand account, and so I have her, with her permission, she wrote her firsthand account of what happened to her and what it was like when she was buried alive. So it's um, a pretty powerful, pretty powerful um, prose. I can imagine it is. You know, when people come back from war, uh, many of them, you know, they they have nightmares and post-traumatic stress system. Uh, uh, what about you? Are you able to let go of it sometime? Yeah, so, you know, we I said we really... We really knew we had to focus on our, our, our emotional and mental health, and we knew we had trauma. So we've been investing in, like, there's EMDR, which is a trauma therapy. It's like this tapping therapy for PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading the book by Peter Levine um, because he's a, a, a worldwide expert on trauma and how, how it really changes the nervous system physiologically and, and, and some natural things that happen in the animal world, and we're an animal, right, um, of how you get your nervous system back. And so we've just been students of um, being open and learning somatic healing, somatic therapy, which is a touch therapy to get you back into feeling your body again when your nervous system has been so jarred. So mm-hmm. we're just a there, – there is, there is a lot of new, um, you know, verified 
um, approaches to help people with trauma, and you know, ours was pretty significant. And I know that uh, I think it's it's helping quite a bit. So people can really learn a lot from your memoir, huh? I think so. I think they're gonna. That's what I, you know, what I've been told by people who've read it. You know, I've had some people who've had recent grief and. And what they told me is it, it got them access to their grief um, mm-hmm. when they needed to, and that they were appreciative of that. Um, other people who weren't reading it with a, a grief experience in mind have told me that they just look at life a little differently. They put things in perspective a little differently um, through kind of watching my journey through kind of the unimaginable. And, you know... I didn't do this book to make money. I I did it to help people. You know, that's what you you know that's what it's about, right? And so I just hope the book lands with people that need it the most, and uh, that it gives them some hope and to look for the silver linings and to uh, know that it's okay and to have permission to strive toward a joyful life again, right? I get the feeling, Ken, um, that uh, for all these. Terrible things happened. You were a pretty positive person. Yeah, I was always a glass half full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's a way to right. That's a good way to live your life, right? Sure. It's a good way to look your life. Is, we uh, have choices. You're only here a short amount of time, so mm-hmm. look at it. Look for the positives, right? The other way is just a Debbie Downer. <laughs> Absolutely right. I mean, you have we have choices and uh, get more out of life when you have. More of a positive attitude. So what are you doing these days besides the memoir? You know, it's been a, a big journey. I, I'm not uh, working how I, I used to work as a professional. In, um, mm-hmm. I was a medical device executive in sales and marketing. And, and after this, I just had to stabilize for myself and my daughter. So it's been, a, you know, you had to get all new everything. Birth certificates, <laughs> um, driver's license, everything. Toilet bowl, plunger, uh, hammer and nail, like Everything. So that's been a big effort. Um, and then I worked on the, um, the memoir, and now that's just coming out. So it's, I'll be doing that. I will probably be doing speaking engagements. You know, I mean, the more, I think there's a book by Frankel. Um, maybe it's called The Meaning of Life. I could have that wrong, but it's a very popular book. And he talks about if something happens bad to you, the best thing you could do is put meaning to it, find purpose and put meaning to it. So if I can use this unimaginable thing that happened, right, mm-hmm. and in some way help others through it, I think that maybe helps put some purpose and meaning to it. That's a great thing that you're saying, because I know some people get down and out and they find by helping others they get a little joy in their lives, just knowing that they were able to help somebody else. So, oh, it's very it's important. Thing. I had, um, you know, a sister from from Sister Kathleen at my church is um, is the biggest advocate. She's like, the best thing you can do when you're really down and out is, is go volunteer. Go volunteer at a food pantry. Mm-hmm. Go 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 get out of your head and yourself and see that you can make a positive difference in another person's life and that other person's life needs your help. And so, I really learned that from her, and I I um. I, I, I'm a huge believer in that. So, are we going to get? Are we going to get your daughter on America's Got Talent or The Voice? She's been asked. She's been asked a few times. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're kind of holding that off. I didn't know if she needed a competition in her life right now. Right? Sure. Um, she's going to college, she, maybe. She definitely got uh, a front row uh, ticket to uh, 
to try out there. She's been called many times, but I just, um, I don't know if a competition's the best. You know, that's a dynamic all of its own beast, right? Yeah, sure. I, but I bet uh, she's, I'd love to hear what, what her singing is like. Um, she cut any demos or anything like that? She does. If you would look on um, YouTube, you'd probably see some things. Um, she sang with Katy Perry, so that might be on there. Um, mm. She sang um, Rise Up with Andre Day, and she sang on Ellen. So if you go to Ellen TV, and I think it was on May 24th of 2018, and you type in Kim and Lauren Canton, you can see her singing Rise Up on Ellen. Well, I'll be looking for that. Now, what's her first name again? Her name is Lauren. Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good resume already. So. Yeah, she's she's a she's an impressive girl. She's um. She's really, you know, as I said, she's the strongest person I know, and she's been given a gift that um, many of us, like me, <laughs> I was not given the the voice gift, but uh, mm-hmm. she definitely was. So your memoir, uh, what's the best way to get it? Is it just it's just released, right? Yeah, it just it just got released um, mm-hmm. April seventh, and you can get it on Amazon right now. And then uh, in the future, I think we'll be at the different bookstores, um, Barnes and Noble and stuff. But Amazon's an easy way to get it right now. It's in some local bookstores here in Santa Barbara. Um, but you know, it's just it's just coming out, so it's just uh, it's just starting to get um, you know the traction, and it, it's exciting to see. Um, people respond to it the way they are. Where yellow flowers bloom. It's a sweet title, but there's not a lot of sweetness in there, but it, it shows you uh, perseverance and, and love, and that's a great thing. Yeah, and it tells you, look, hey, look for the good where maybe there shouldn't be any, mm-hmm. right? We There shouldn't have been any good in that pile of arsenic, right? The toxic soil, but, but beautiful flowers somehow graced it and appreciate those beautiful flowers for what they are. Kim, good luck to you, and we're sorry, certainly, of what you all went through and your loss, but... Uh, thank you, too. Thank you for sharing it with uh, so many people, and uh, hope that goodness comes back to you tenfold. Thank you so much, and take care now. You, too. Thank you. Bye. Kim Canton, her powerful memoir. You may want to read that, where yellow flowers bloom. Maybe you have a book club and you'd like to offer that book at the book club. It's a heartfelt testament of a mother's love and a wife's devotion in the midst of sudden loss and trauma with a very enlightened perspective on mortality through her patience, perseverance, and willingness to be open to help and to heal. She confirms love's ability to connect and transcend beyond life. Very special person and obviously a very special daughter. Check it out. They, all, they also have it in bookstores where yellow flowers bloom. Kim Canton is the name. Let me take a break, and we'll be right back. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. If you're on Medicare and have been contacted by phone, text, or mail by someone claiming to represent Medicare or some other government agency, be suspicious. They are probably scammers. Scammers work to steal your Medicare number and other personal information so they can bill Medicare. Learn how to protect yourself from these scams 
contact Senior Medicare Patrol, your local area agency on aging. In Connecticut, call 1-800-994-9422. That's 1-800-994-9422. Learn about Senior Medicare Patrol, a federally funded program helping older adults, their family members, and caregivers protect personal identification information from these scammers. Call 1-800-994-9422. 1-800-994-9422. Support for Senior Medicare Patrol comes from the U.S. Administration for Community Living, Department of Health and Human Services. Senior Medicare Patrol opinions do not necessarily represent the views of ACL. Mom and grandmom have taken care of you. You can help take care of her. Seniors 60 and over are receiving nutritious meals delivered to their door. TV CCA's Meals on Wheels program provides meals, companionship, and peace of mind for families throughout Eastern Connecticut. The service is free. If someone in your family can benefit from Meals on Wheels, or if you're interested in receiving meals, please call TV CCA at 860-934-1010. Wow, what some people go through, huh? Amazing story. Hope you'll check out that memoir. This portion of our program is an open topic, 895252. And then you see some people are grumpy over little things, little tiny things. Hmm? And you think of something catastrophic like that one that uh, Kim went through. All right. Open forum, 889-5252 on WICH with Stu. Tomorrow we have on our guest list, and you're all invited, Senator Heather Summers on at 11, and then at 1 o'clock we do a special half hour on people that suffer from allergies. And maybe we can get some help for you. Hi, folks. This is Ed Lowe, trust and estates attorney at Ed Lowe Law. I'll be in your neighborhood to teach you about the basics of estate planning. Everyone has an estate, so everyone needs an estate plan. And I'm happy and proud to be the one to teach everyone about the essential planning they need to protect their money and family. I'm hosting several estate planning crash courses throughout southeastern Connecticut during the week of April 17th. Enjoy good company, some laughs, gift card drawings for an extra dose of fun, and most importantly, the wisdom of an easy-to-understand conversation about estate planning. April 17th in Waterford, April 18th in Colchester, April 19th in Old Lyme, and April 20th in Ledgerd. The seminar is free. To register and find location information, visit edlowlaw.com. That's E-D-L-O-W-E-Law.com or call 203-951-5435. Ed Low Law, estate planning attorney for your estate planning journey. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Next time I hear about a mudslide, I'm going to think of that uh, chat I had with Kim. Oh, mudslide. Can you imagine what that would be like, huh? Mm. Okay. Today is National Grilled Cheese Day. I grew up on grilled cheese sandwiches. Remember you'd go in the five and dime and sit in the counter and get a grilled cheese sandwich with a little pickle. Not a whole pickle, but just that little tiny little round thing. And that was it. Now, of course, they doctor up grilled cheeses with everything in it. Tons of things. Mm-mm. But I used to have my grilled cheese straight. <laughs> How many times I would have grilled cheese? Amazing when I think about it. So, um, 22 days left until Cinco de Mayo. 
31 days left until Mother's Day. See a lot of Mother's Day cards out there already, naturally. 46 days left until Memorial Day. And on this date in 1743, Thomas Jefferson, American politician and third president of the United States, was born in 1826. Thomas Jefferson. Everybody's heard that name, hmm? Also on this date in 1866, Butch Cassidy was an American train robber. Remember Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Well, this was a little different. He was an American train robber, a bank robber, and leader of the Wild Bunch Gang. Butch Cassidy. Maybe that's where they got the name from and the Sundance Kid. And in 1902, the first J.C. Penney is opened by James C. Penney in Wyoming. J.C. Penney. I bet you they sold a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches there. Elvis in 1957 had the number one hit of uh, All Shook Up in 1957. So there you have it, some of the things that happen on this day in history. Point of view on any subject, 895252 is the number. We'll be right back. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event and Ram Truck Month. The month of April will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, second or third row, Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can help you find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. We continue to have ground stock inventory arriving daily. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley & Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. And welcome, Norwich Pharmacy. WICHAM and FM with you. Temperature now up to 76 degrees. We're really getting greedy, aren't we? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Hey, um, you talked about um, Thomas. What happened with Thomas Jefferson this day? This, I mean, this week. He was born. Oh, he was. Born. That was a big happening. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just wondering because. Um, I had heard somewhere, or I think it was um, him and um, John Adams died on the same day, and I didn't know which one you were were talking about, but I was wondering Mm, why didn't he I think I did hear that, too. Uh, Yeah, he was born in 1743, Thomas Jefferson. Okay. And, uh, no, yeah, on this date in 1743, he was born. Okay. Okay, on this day in 1743. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, I was just wondering. I hope you sent his mother a card. (laughs) Yeah, for hard labor, huh? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thomas Jefferson. What a brilliant man. American politician, third president of the United States. Let's see, what else did we have here? We told you, told you about Butch Cassidy. No, that wasn't ba- Paul Newman. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, I'm Sue. Hello. Yeah, Jefferson and Adams both died on the same 4th of July. One oh, earlier yeah. than the other during that day. John Adams' house is right near where my sister lives. Yeah. He's not there anymore, though. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. You know, um, his wife bought it. She's the one that bought that house while he was away. I got the John Adams documentary series, and mm-hmm. she did a lot of wheeling and dealing on her own um, when he was overseas, different places and stuff like that. Um yeah. I got the tour of the John Adams house. The beds are so tiny. People were so little in those days. Well, yeah, they they say some people were. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wonder if it was due to vitamins and things like that. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But people were shorter. I think people are taller now. I, I could be too. wrong. Yeah, because they even say some of the really old houses, 1600s and stuff, the door going into the cellars from the outside, they're, they're very short, and you're like, well, how, how the tall were these people that were mm-hmm. going in from the outside into the cellar, you know? Well, I don't think they could slam dunk a basketball in those days. No, no. Oh, I, I, I wish I owned a uh, authentic 1700s house. Oh, man, I really wish I did. But anyway... Well, keep um, looking at the real estate. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I was um, thinking, I had a gripe. You had a gripe, Susan? That I wanted to get off my chest because, you know, I was complaining about um, unions and stuff. Mm-hmm. My, my husband's older sister, she's single, she's older, and... She's a treasurer of a union. She's a tough nut to crack, okay? Okay. She's the one running the estate. Now it's been 18 months. And he'll call. He won't get any answer. He'll even write to the lawyer firm in Guatemala. You know, the last time you spoke about it, the listeners had some good places for you to contact. I hope you did. The one gentleman who said, why don't you just call the probate? Well, it would have to be the Groton probate. But I got a law book out I bought, oh, I don't know, maybe 1990. It's the law in you. And I'm flipping through it, flipping through it, and it's like, wow, there are things you can really do. If you think that they're not dealing it out right or they're being too slow, you can call the probate and... Who knows? Maybe throwing yourself on the court, maybe you can have them replaced and just let the court take over because he is getting kicked in the butt and walked on. And we, me and my son knew, but, you know, what What can you say? Um, it, 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 they, a lot of people don't want, want to believe that their own brother or sister would kick him in the rear end. You know? Listen, those things do happen more but than you think. Do. And it doesn't. It never hurts to make a phone call, even if you bomb out. You have nothing to lose. Yep, yep. And the things that I am finding out, because there's a whole big chapter on what the fiduciary or executor or whatever you want to call them are supposed to do, I'm like, 
Okay, well, check mark that one because that's not being done. There's a whole bunch of them. And I'm like, oh, it makes your blood boil, you know? Because you know what? We were waiting on, it was a really big estate. And we were waiting on a little bit of money to buy a car outright so we wouldn't, a second-hand one, so we wouldn't have a car payment because he's only on his VA disability and all that kind of stuff. Granted, he's on whatever level one, so he could go to the VA and he doesn't have to pay for anything, dental, eye, you name it, everything, because it happened over there in Afghanistan. He is taken care of, and I am thankful. So it doesn't cost in, in medical for him. But just the thought of this hold up and silence and everything. It, but now he brought the book down for me. He goes looking around and he'll bring something down thinking I, I might want to read it. And I'm flipping through it and I'm like, oh, man, really, that really ticks me off. But, yeah. And you know what? You know I'm sorry you're going through this. To say about things because I've been there, done mm-hmm. that. You name it, I've probably done it. I'm not talking about getting locked up in bad stuff. I'm talking about just, you know, okay, we traveled with the military. You know, we, I have seen so many things. Grew up on a dairy farm. I had to sell vegetables and learn how to count money at eight years old. I was out taking care of a vegetable stand while my parents were milking cows. I mean, I have had a lot of responsibility in my life. Well, maybe you should write a memoir. And Well, I'll tell you what. If I ever did a book, I have pictures of what it used to really look like around here, and it was beautiful because it was just open fields and just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now it's all... Oh, our road is disgusting looking. You can't sardine houses the way they're doing it, but they did it. I don't know how, because we do not have sewer pipes and water pipes to hook up to. Everybody has to have their own well and their own sewer. And I don't think it's a really good idea to have them right next to each other. Like you know, in a Susie, city, I, you're hooked into a... You're always interesting, Susie, but i got to run enjoy. Get outside today, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is very nice. Okay, okay Stu, I'll talk to you maybe tomorrow. you got a lot of people on, though, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll you? also have open lines as well. Okay. Thank All you. right, well, take care on your way home. Thank you. All right. If you knew Susie like I know Susie. Out in public, how she can yawn. In a parlor, you would think the war was on if you knew Susie like I know Susie. Oh, oh, what a girl. All right, an interesting lady. We have time for your calls at 889-5252. Try to get some outdoor activity today. Welcome, you're on the air. Hey, Stu. Hi there. Is there something you could possibly do about that, Susan? She's on there, I don't know, five times a day. She doesn't stop. She just keeps going on with all this nonsense. Well, you know, I mean, it's uh, getting kind of tiresome. People enjoy Susan, and uh, if the lines are all blinking, and then I can certainly would cut it shorter. But we had a slow. She, she comes out with some of the most ridiculous things. I mean, come on. Well, some people agree with her. <laughs> All right, whatever. So what's on your mind today? Anything else? No? Okay. 
Let's go to line number 65. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hello there. Well, I, I kind of like Susan, actually. She's well, that's really okay. put a lot into the program. So many people have. Mm-hmm. Each person brings so much to the show. Yeah, but you I know, sometimes them. people say, well, why did you keep that person on so yeah. long? Uh, sometimes yeah. if the other line isn't blinking, I do. And when they're blinking, I, I make it a little shorter because I want everybody to get in. It's not sure simple. You do. It's not simple. I, I, I wanted to say, uh, I guess, that Susan's waiting for an estate settlement. Yeah, she's had a lot of trouble with uh, family and settlements and wills. And Oh, boy. We try to help her, but maybe someday. Well, I would say um, it's a nightmare. Family uh, feuds are horrible. Oh, boy. Mm. I know people today, they haven't talked for years, 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, Fighting I, over stuff. I pray to God when I die, you know, I, I really don't care about my possessions, but I would hope all the children, and I would recommend somebody my age... If you own a house, you better make darn sure that uh, you turn it over to somebody. I think it's before five years or seven, because they'll come in mm-hmm. if the person has to go into convalescence. Oh, yeah, there's a lot to, to learn. There's a lot to learn. and uh, Oh, it is. I think they've changed the rules a little bit and made it a little tougher than it used to be. But, uh, listen, everybody well, should have a will, whether they're 20 or they're 200. Oh, yeah. A living will. I'm going to... But, I, I mean, I've had some nightmares. When my mother passed, it was tough. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that I know it's been a tough road. I've had, to, uh, I've had to try to take care of things when my brother and my sisters died oh, yeah. to make sure everything was treated equally. Well, you do the best and you can, and uh, hopefully it works out. That's all Hey, get out and enjoy well, this day, all right? Well, I'm sitting outside as hot as... Hades. <laughs> well, take Hi, it all yeah. in, because it's not going to last. <laughs> I know. Okay. Have a good afternoon. You too. Thank bye you. Bye-bye. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, if I'm ever on the line with another listener and uh, you hear, you call in and you hear nothing, that means I put you on hold. All right? So you'll know that I didn't forget you. Welcome to the program. Oh, caller 69. Caller 69. Hello there. <laughs> Well, this guy just came in. I was working out in the yard. Great day to do that. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, I just uh, uh, replanted some trees into another location, and then I'm going to put some new ones in where I had these. And then I went to my daughter's house this morning, did a little painting for her. Oh, I'm glad you're feeling a little better today. Yeah, I feel good today. Yeah, for some unknown reason. Maybe it's the weather. I think it's, yeah, so warm weather has something to do with a little. Mm-hmm. Um, so good to, 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 well, I don't know if you watched some of the news last night. I, I was shocked about uh, Egypt. Um, oh, my God, the leaks. We've given them a billion dollars a year. We've given them over $50 billion, and we thought they were our friends until this information leaked out of the Pentagon. Yeah. And come to find out that they're in, in with Russia right up to their uh, eyebrows. That is such like a serious... friends with them. That is such a serious story of the things that have been leaked out that... I mean, yeah, whoever what, did it. What's more to come? But what's I next? know. Can imagine. Yeah. What's his name? Kirby and the other one there from the Austin and Millie. They lie through their uh, mm-hmm. lie right through their teeth, like they they don't know nothing. It's uh, but 
these countries, uh, they, they don't say it's not the people, Stu. It is the people. This country, these countries hate us. Oh, sure. It's the people the, the, that live in a country. Not only the communists, they, they cannot stand the United States of America after all that we do for them. They, they hate us. And so what do you think? It's Tony jealousy? Morning, we aren't going to be at war. You, you, people better go to church and they better pray. Because with this nitwit that we have who now are running off somewhere else, I don't know where the hell he is now. He's in some other country now, it's but in Ireland, we're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be at war very shortly. I'm telling you. Well, I hope not. It's, well, how do you see us getting out of it, Larry? I don't know. I think about that myself. All I know is that we need lots of new faces in Washington. That's and I don't know how much uh, that's going to help either. The whole bottom line, the whole bottom line, whether you 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 think so or not, I think I think this way. I think that if we had Trump as president today, that none of this nonsense will be taking place in our country or in the world as it's taking place right now. Well, I think things would be better on the border. I think we'd be doing more about crime. I think uh, it was less dangerous when he was in, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you for sure. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. Okay. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hello, what's up? <laughs> well, you heard about the Pentagon, about these leaks on... Um, yes, very uh, serious stuff. Okay. Let me lower my uh, radio. So, you know, it is serious. I'm laughing out of um, sadness and sarcasm. So, the only thing I have to say is, maybe you should try flex tape. Try what, dear? Flex tape. Flex tape? What is that? Yeah. What does that you do? You know the uh, advertisement on you could plug up anything? Because we have so many leaks. Oh, yeah. Leaks, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Serious ones. Very serious. Um, that can really no, hurt our is. country. And I'm sad. I'm praying. And I kind of come out of it with little sarcastic humor because... The longer this administration is in power, the worse it's going to get. Well, these leaks could have been around even with Trump or anybody else. I don't know. But, you know, you're a traitor. If you're leaking information, you should get life in jail. I don't know. It's going to get worse. If they'll ever find out who did it. Mm -hmm. It's going to get worse. If you think this is bad, wait. Okay, i got to run. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Yes, you're on. Hi, how you doing? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, I want to agree with that gentleman that says uh, uh, enough is enough, too much is too much. Uh, after the third or fourth call, uh, I actually turned the radio off. You know, it's good. It, it, it okay, gets well, uh, you know, repetitive, I... Repetitive, 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 repetitive. I always want to hear what you folks think, so I'm glad you yeah, called yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, And uh, uh, maybe this will help. Uh, uh, maybe she could fill in on a day that you have off on a Friday and get everything off her chest. <laughs> okay. Well, you she's know, got uh, a lot to say. I know that. Well, and, uh, you run. You run a great show. You run a great show. But just on a, a little pun, uh, we could call it the Stu and Susie show. Stuzy. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even met anybody. That's all, anybody. Uh, hey, thanks. You have a great day. You too, buddy. Bye. Thank you. If you're a new Stuzy, 
You gotta have a little smile now and then. Yeah, a little smile. Oh, here's an old jingle I found. Where did I find this jingle? Where is Christmas. Personality. Welcome to our annual Baby's First Christmas Show. The personality. <laughs> it's time for another edition of Stew Semi Street. The personality. Let's play Stump Stew Record Trivia. The personality. Stew was a lot of fun. We used to give away buckets of Kentucky Fried Chicken. You would have to call in, give me the title of a song, and then I would have to tell you who sang it. If I failed to do that, you would win a bucket of chicken. And then somebody came out with all these books about songs and who sang them. Thousands and thousands of songs. So it made things a little harder. But I might try it again sometime. I'm not very good with the 90s hits or the 2000s hits, but uh, hey... (laughs) I can get, uh, can we get another call in? All right. Let me, uh, you know, it's such a great day. Maybe you want to do a little bit of uh, a poker. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Strike up the music. The band has begun. The Pennsylvania Polka. Pick out your partner and join in the fun. The Pennsylvania Polka. It started in Scranton, it's now number one. It's bound to entertain ya. Everybody has a mania to do the polka from Pennsylvania. To dance again. Strike up the music. The Pennsylvania Polka. Pick up your partner and join in the fun. The Pennsylvania Polka. It started in its crown. It's now the fun. It's fun to entertain you. Everybody has a mania. Quickly gone, sweet romancing. This goes on and on and on until the dawn. <laughs> Gay with laughter, they're happy as can be. They stop to have a beer, then the crowd begins to cheer. They kiss and then they start to kiss again. Partner and 
join in the fun And it's bound to entertain ya Everybody has a mania To do the polka from Pennsylvania Well, they were so cute, the Andrews sisters. They used to entertain the troops and uh, actually had the opportunity to interview, I think it was Patty from the Andrews sisters. She was a joy to chat with. Hey, a little bit about cell phone addiction before we wrap things up here. I said the 20-somethings are dumb. They're not dumb. It's just certain ways of the world. The reason I say that, you watch, in the not-too-distant future, hackers are going to knock out our cell phones and the Internet. These 20-somethings that are come to a stop, stare at their phone, and have no idea what to do next. <laughs> because they've always had an Internet connection. If we lose the Internet, us old folks, we got a plan B. <laughs> You 20-somethings are going to have to find a bunch of old people and ask us how to do stuff. <laughs> hey, mister, can you help me get home? I don't know how to do directions. <laughs> well, I can draw you a map, but you're going to have to listen and store the information in your head. And I'm not here to tell you life was better before cell phones. It wasn't. I love my phone. I'm addicted to that thing. You ever lose your phone? Oh, that's a panic attack. I lost my kid at the mall one time. I didn't panic like that. Because I have two kids. Never has technology moved so quickly as the past 20 plus years. My son was at my house a couple years ago. He called my mom, his grandma. He turns to me, he goes, I think grandma's phone's broken. I go, why? He goes, listen to this. I go, it's a busy signal. He'd never heard one. He goes, now what do I do? I go, hang up. He goes, how do I leave a message? I go, you don't. That's a comedian by the name of Brad Upton and uh, his little routine about cell phone addiction. Please be kind to each other and enjoy this absolutely gorgeous day. A bonus day in April for sure. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Tony Fowler follows the news with his guests on WIP.